don't care if you're Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee, I'll punch you on the chin, you're going for a kip. Were you interested in money or were you interested in the fighting? I just love fighting. I've trained three times a day. And weekends it'll be, as you said, it'll be Thursday maybe, but it'll be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, be working some club. Boxer fella called Chris Henry for the Southern Area title. It's my fifth fight. But he went into a coma. No. The old show got shut down because of that. He got taken out. Didn't yeah, he got, he got, he got, got shot. You no, know, he got stabbed. Take his top off, get a bit on yeah, yeah, I had 70 stitches and a fractured skull, stabbed in the arm, coming in the legs. Some people get big for their boots, they get taken out. 2003, get stabbed up. Were they masked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One had a gun, one had a bat, one had an axe. Do you know who those three people are? You've got to start realising there's always a price to pay. Welcome to the Eventful Lives podcast. I'm your host, Dodge and I'm the founder of Bournemouth Sevens, the world's largest sports and music festival. On this podcast, I speak to fascinating people who have all lived eventful lives. If you haven't already, do us a favour, press the follow button and check us out at Dodge Woodall on Instagram, TikTok and YouTube, where we've now had over 80 million views. Dom Negus is a gangland enforcer, ex-doorman and boxer that shares his story, from debt collecting to an infamous knockout that changed his life. He also speaks of the brutal attack on him that left him with 70 stitches and a fractured skull by three masked men. This is the eventful life of Mr. Dom Negus. Dom, welcome to the show, mate. God, thank Oh, my God, I feel so gifted to be here, mate. So I want to see how it is. Oh, my God, he's <laughs> like... I mean, I've been dying to get on your show for a while, to be honest with you. It's had a... Yeah, and a lot of good reviews. Uh, you've had some of the boys on here already, like Colton and Davey and that. You know what I mean? It's been great, mate. So it's, uh, yeah, I feel gifted to be here. Lovely, so, mate. It's a pleasure yeah. to have you down here. Thank you for making the effort all the way from Essex. Yeah, bloody hell. I was driving down here. I had my co-pilot. He was asleep he was with his mouth open. I only stopped a couple of times to fill it. <laughs> I can't. He's only a boy. <laughs> Dom, let's roll all the way back. Where did you grow up? And how did you end up becoming <coughs> a gangland enforcer? Well, I wouldn't say a gang landing folks. I'm more of an idiot, to be honest <laughs> with you. But no, nah, listen, I was fortunate. I was born in Bethnal Green, brought up in Woodford. Mum and dad were great. My mum was Italian. Um, she's uh, she's from Italy. Uh, I'm out off the Amalfi Coast. She's actually buried there. Dad was from Rayleigh, um, off the print. And it was just kind of, I don't know, just, uh, just a normal kind of lifestyle being brought up in Woodford. You know, just... Just the normal stuff, you know. I think got a boxing about eighteen, nineteen, then started doing door work, and then it kind of it kind of went from there. You know, I mean, it was like what was life for you at school though? Were you a it. tough kid at no, school? No, 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 no. I was bullied at school. I was a tubby kid with glasses at school. Got bullied. Hated school really. Um, yeah, it was just, I think it's it kind of when I left school, it became like the worm that turned kind of thing. I remember being in a bit of a situation in the pub once growing up, me and my brother, friends, something happened, and all of a sudden, then I just lost my temper, and all of a sudden you're knocking people out, and it's like, don't get me wrong, I was, I was boxing then, like, I never boxed properly, I was always down the gym, like, as a kid, I was a bit of a gym rat as a kid, but, uh, yeah, and it's just, it's just things, things change, I was doing door work at 19, with a, with a, a firm called Top Guard, Kevin Kemp, John Kemp, Mark Kemp, there's some good people there, Terry O'Neill, John Novo, Gary Beasley. I'm going to rattle some more off it, you know what I mean? It's, it's mad because I don't want to leave no one out. Yeah. Then I, I, mean, I was quite quite lucky. I got a good reputation working 
the door, I hate when I'm working mm. the doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I was good. I, I mean, I started a flight run, it was like plant pot, we called them, mm. like at back doors. I did every, every bit of security. I was working in, uh, did a building society, like security for, for this company. I, got, I did everything. Then went in, obviously, we start getting more into doing close protection work. And then just, I was quite lucky. I worked with a lot of good people and I got around a little bit. Then, uh, yeah, with the boxing kind of took over though. You know, I boxed for uh, an amateur club called Gator. Then I went to Five Star. Got me England vest, me London vest. Didn't, didn't get me weekend vest though, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that one's got an hole in it. You know, it's still got, gra- still got gravy down it. <laughs> I'll keep that one. No, but, you know, boxing kind of... Uh, what age did you start boxing? I was properly 19. 19, so it's quite late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, mean, I mean, it's only weird. I was doing the door work and a friend of mine, Terry O'Neill, like he's out in Australia, good good, good man is he really is now and I still keep in contact with him and it's funny how certain friends you have they, can't, they don't realise what kind of impact they had in your life growing up and they kind of he's always been there but he was going one day we had a bit of a I think it was NWA we were playing at uh, London Arena so mm. I worked there how long ago that was it was quite a militant band as you know great band but he was just kicking off all night and I was just this 19 year old kid that was game as a bagel and they were going, Dom, you need to get down like a proper gym, take me serious. And then I did, you know what I mean? It was like, so then I got one of North East Divs a couple of times, beat the West Ham boy, beat the Repton boy. Uh, you know, I was, I was mixing in good company. I mean, if you look at the ratings back then, I was uh, about number four, number five in Britain. And we went, photo out with Solo, who actually went to Olympics. Then there was Colin Prince. Then there was Israel Josie and there's myself. That was a line up for the Olympics in '96 that would have gone. I mean, or you know, but that was a London selection. I mean, but there were some good boys there. I mean, I, I'm it's even like now I'm close with people like you know. There's a fellow up from Blackpool called uh, Matthew Ellis. Mm. Oh, that kid could fight. You know, you know. Just, I met him once over in Ireland <coughs> a few years back, and there's me, and I'm going, "That's Matthew Ellis there." And he come up and goes. You're Dominic Magus, aren't you? I went, yeah, and I thought it was such an honour that he kind of knew me. It's mm. like, <clears throat> I don't say, I'm just saying it to um, Kieran, the fellow I drove up the day. I went to the petrol station yesterday, and I, like in the morning, I'm up so early, four o'clock, I might get some petrol, and I'm having a bit of banter with this guy. He's got coffee in his hand. I go, oh, what's that? Double? Yeah, yeah. You next turn around and goes, you're that Negus fellow, ain't you? I went, I went, yeah, mate. He goes, mate, oh my God. He goes, and all of a sudden he's like, I realised that perhaps I wasn't as horrible as people thought I was. He was like, oh, mate. I know first, I'm the first one to try and explain, oh, well, really kind of ruined my career. Said, mate, you were great to mm-hmm. some area. So he knew all his boxing. And I thought, what a lovely fellow. And mm-hmm. he's going, mate, what an honour to meet you. And I'm going, but it's like me meeting you. I'm going, what an honour to meet you. Yeah. There is nice people out there. And it's like, I kind of got lost in, in my, my kind of circle. You know, this, you know, you said this in false. I wasn't really in a false. Do you know what? I've become someone I quite despise. I've become a bit of a bully. I got bullied at school and I hated that. And all of a sudden I'll become, you know, I said the worm would turn, but I, I actually become a bully. And then, you know, things kind of, you know, I've got out of hand for about nearly 10 years. I was throwing my weight around. In your 20s, was yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. So I was about, 30, I got to about 32. My, my, my daughter was born. I don't know if I mentioned I've got a daughter. Mm. But no, but What's she, her name? Annabella. Love Bella. Yeah. She changed my life. Yeah. She so changed my life. And, I, you know, everyone probably gets bored of hearing it. But, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I become 
someone I didn't like. I remember my friend saying to me one day, this was before the old Larison fight, he phones me up and he's my closest mate today. You know, I've got a friend, I call him B. And I've got my other mate, H. Henry. They're my closest friend. I've known them both for 30 years. And they both stuck by me through thick and thin. And the thing is, they learned, and what is with these two fellas, they've always told me the truth. Because, mm. you know, they said the truth would set you free. And it was like one day my mate rang me. And it's my closest mate. Imagine that. He's going, Dom, uh, I can't really have it with you at the moment. I go, well, what do you mean? He goes, you're too unpredictable. Yeah. He goes, what do you mean I'm too? He goes, you're, you're, you know, you're, not I'm scaring him, but because, yeah. listen, this guy's a false on his own. Don't worry about that. And he's going, you, you're too unpredictable. And he made me go away. And it's the first time I actually went away and looked at myself in the mirror. I'm going, you're really losing, like losing who you really are. Because mm. I wasn't, wasn't a nasty. If you get the name, I'm a nasty person, but you kind of get lost in that world. You start perhaps believing your own press clippings. And then I'd be little come up and say, "No, when had the had the fellas come in the gym try but to But before we out. before we get to that bit there, I want to find out really what your personality was like and what was your day to day like in your twenties. You're working the doors, you're yeah, in the gyms. Do, I was doing all sorts. You know what I mean? It'd be yes, yeah, so anybody that works doors and stuff, when they get people go, oh, guys arranging me some money, or the guys are doing mm. this, or guys are ever work, mm. and it and it kind of it does kind of go that way. And then you start hooking up with real people. Mm. You know, listen, I was I was just, I was like, um, sounds a bit corny, but I just want to be loved. Mm. You know, I was on my own, I was doing my own thing, and it was like, I was a bit of a lone, lone soldier, always. Even though I had some really, really good people around me, I always did everything on my own. You know, there was another fellow that I used to work with, you know, he, he, he doesn't need to be mentioned, because he's another one that's kind of does his own thing now, and it's like, but it's always me and my mate, and we stuck together through thick and thin, and it was like, when you've got someone that's got your back like that, it makes you very um quite unbeatable. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like because if I'm looking this way, I knew I, I knew yeah. I was already covered, and it was just like kind of life was I don't know life was like quite chaotic, you know. What I mean, in a nice you know people you say this to some people they're going, you know. So before you've had like Colton on here, mm. me and Colton, you know, don't see him very often. I do class him as a friend, mm. you know. I mean, he, and he uh, another one that just tells how it is. And it's like, <clears throat> so your life back then was quite active. You'd be flying about here, flying about there, might go here, might go there. And you had always this kind of persona you had to keep up. You know, it's nice now. I can, you know, I've seen let people see a different side of me. It's like, I, you know, I'm quite, even I'm, I'm 53 now, still, you know, I thought life would be so different by now, you know, and it's still, I'm still quite lost around certain things. And don't get me wrong, everyone's, everything's quite positive at the moment. But back then it was like, <clears throat> it was just madness. It was, didn't know where I was going from one day to the next. I could be here next. I'd be in Spain, be out there for a cut and come back. Be, oh, you've got to go back down to Tenerife. Blah, 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 blah. You know, you'd be running around for people. And, you know, listen, I was always just, was I? I was just a gopher, weren't mm. I, really? You know? Well, you were building a reputation, right? <clears throat> you were building your reputation. And were you thinking, the more people I'm banging out and the more people I'm going to collect money for, the more my reputation's getting bigger and bigger. Were you believing that you becoming one of the biggest in London at the time? I'll become a lot. I just, listen, all I want to say is because it's like... Because you've got some reputation, Dom. We yeah, both well, know a lot yeah, of people, well, yeah, yeah, friends of each yeah, other's, yeah, and you had yeah. some rep. I was, yeah, but it's, it was, you know, am I glad of the rep? Listen, all I, all I just remember being the... When I just go and knock on people's doors and stuff, and, you know, a good friend of mine, I go, and I'll try and keep your own names out because they've got their own shit going on and whatever... But my mate always said, with the, with the debts, he goes, Dom, you can't take them personally. But I did. Mm. And that's what probably made us very good at them. 
But then also I realised it wasn't like you see in films where you're going, yeah, we can't break his legs. Or something. Mm. No, no, no. You're negotiators. Mm. People getting people getting debt for reasons. Mm. And also they can't afford to pay the money back. Mm. And it was all that stuff back then. It was like we were we were just glorified negotiators. Don't get me wrong, there was times when you'd you'd have to go somewhere with someone and a mate and they'd bring, you know, they you know, things would get eaten between your man and their mm. man and their man would be sitting and I'll be sitting there and all of a sudden there'd be a bit of a kind of you know, how do you want to be with this? Mm. But it wasn't going nowhere, was it? It was never going to get sorted out. And listen, yeah, I got a reputation, yeah, I got it. Did I did I want it back? Yeah, of course I did. You loved it, you know what I mean? Because I was this bullied kid. But then always, friend, my, again, my friend's wife always said to me, you know, she goes, there's a thin line between, like, respect and fear. Yeah. And it ain't nice to be feared. Mm. I mean, look, I was getting feared for being an horrible person. And I didn't ever want that. Oh, my God, I could walk into a bar with some bars like us, I walk in and you can see their face. Oh, he's here. Dom's here, right? <laughs> was it, the thing was, just to give it away, if I was drinking red wine, yeah. you knew there was a problem. Right. I'd go and start drinking, or oh, I'd have a clock. Best one was, you knew, you knew that something was going to happen. I'd go, I want a Guinness and a double scotch. Oh, God. Put the double oh, scotch in the Guinness, I'll drink it, and I'm like, right, now I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll yeah. tonight. And then what you tend to do, you tend to take your frustrations out on other people. It'd be like, you know, this is where it starts getting deep, like your side anger, you know. I mean, I started going meetings. I mean, again, I haven't, I haven't drank for four years. How many? That's four. Four years. Well clean. done. And I don't do the other thing. Were no. you doing the other thing in your 20s? Look, when I was boxing, no. No. Oh, listen. So you weren't using the gear? Were no. you in the roids? Were you in... Oh, well, obviously, we had we had the, the thing with all the Everson when I got caught. Like, obviously, I had the headbutt thing. Mm. But I was on the, you know, like, you know, the piss test come back yeah. so I was you've seen one minute I'm 14, 10 I weighed in for him at 17 stones but listen I mean, <laughs> but you had to I guess Like, well <clears throat> you understand it's yeah. like don't get me wrong if I was at 15 stone geezer he would have just pushed me all over the place yeah. don't get me when they say about cheating okay, listen if you read the first but I actually called the first chap that chap was called cheat because mm-hmm. if I did win the fight, I wouldn't have deserved to win it. Yeah. Not that I was probably going to go and tell him, oh, I've you know, done this. But when it all came out, he'd done me a favour. Because obviously, done. He went, I always remember doing the, uh, doing the weighing. He thought, listen, I always. So, what year, what year are we talking here? 2002. Two. And you were There's fighting a, all, all Wembley. Wembley yeah. So, they picked us. Millions of people watching. And I thousands sold, of I people. sold loads and loads and did loads you? of tickets, right? Who was the promoter <coughs> back then? You remember? I can't remember. Because he was, I think it was. It, it was A-Force Promotions because he tried to do everything himself. That's right, yeah. And I think they had Colin McMillan reprimand him and like, I know Phil Torrance was training him. Hmm. But I remember we got a call once from Dean Powell, God rest his soul. Love, one of the, I was lucky, I don't care what people say, I was, he was my friend and I was lucky enough to call him my friend. And I said, Dean phones me, he goes, we've got some sparring for you. I said, okay, who is it? It's Montel Griffin. Just come off the well, he, he was the first person to beat Boy Jones Jr. He said, I've got a, a, a Frank Malone, was it Lennox Lewis College? He said, Great, they want to pay 100 quid a day. I was like, Picking shit, 100 quid a day. I'm like, hey. He said, I want four rounds. I went, Four rounds? I don't get warmed up after four. He said, Great, okay. They, they fucked me off after two. They said, You're too mad for him. They want controlled sparring. Right, okay. I said, I'm not getting in the ring. No one's bashing me up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, um, <laughs> But anyways, but what I'm saying is, is uh, it, was, it was an honour. Oh my God, it was an honour. Yeah. I remember the first, me and my trainer Lenny was sitting there and he was like, said, Montel Griffin. I said, oh my God, he's like, he's number one yeah. in the world. I mean, yeah. fucking hell, Canadian, he's beat Jones. I know it's a disqualification, but he was up there. So we get in the ring with him and, he, and he, he's quite 
unassuming his um, demeanour. He's like short and stocky. But yeah, not short and stocky. Like, I mean, I'm, I don't know if you've ever met Mike Tyson. I was, I've been I fortunate enough. Yeah, I have. I met him through Joe Egan. Yeah. But, Joe uh, Egan's coming on. He, like, Lovely fellow. He's my, again, yeah. and I'm not just, he ain't bollocks. Yeah. He's my friend. Yeah. And you can say, Joe, Dom yeah. said, he's my friend. And, he, and he'll have my back as much as I would his. Yeah. And that's where you meet these people in life. But I remember, so we met him. We went round the back, had a cup of tea, like, because he's, and he could see, like, he's a bit, because he don't like the crowd. I know he's yeah. used to crowd, but he don't like the crowds. But Joe, we're fortunate enough that we get to meet him. But now with, with, with Mike, he absorbs that power. Yeah. And our boxer fella called Bruce Scott, he was another one. You could stand next to him and you think, this guy's... I mean, I was about four inches taller, but this yeah. guy's had this pavic. But I found when I met Mike Tyson, I thought, you are one dangerous human being. Just that aura around yeah, yeah, him, isn't it? His eyes. His well. eyes. Yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. only, what, he, he felt small, like fire. I can't remember what he is, but I fire. mean, you're really like, not being funny. You're yeah. a bit of a lump, you yeah. know what I mean? I mean, but, you ain't tiny, no. you know, but I mean, it's you know, you'd have to stand behind me. But, you know, <laughs> but let me go first. I'll let you go, yeah, man. Don't take them all on, mate. That my problem. Take them all on. I used to wear glasses when I used to do the. If I lost my glasses, I said, don't get in front of me, because I had that laser treatment years ago. Yeah. Because I don't know who the fuck I'm eating. Honestly, it was so funny. Just swing. Yeah, no, but it was a bit more control but, like, boom, boom, boom. but anyway so with this fellow so Montel gets in the ring and he's like short stocky not so not as powerful built as mine but I remember the first round first pay I got in there well just sum him up and I've gone like as I like had a little look also my edges went crack crack and he threw this uppercut and the left it was so classy Fuck me, that was good. Yeah. And then I just went, <laughs> and, I just, and I was on him. Then I was on him for the four. So they, paid, they actually paid me for the they they paid me for the, the sparring. And I, I said I did only did six rounds with him. Yeah. And he said that's enough because it wasn't wasn't the kind of sparring they wanted. They wanted. I said no, I'm getting in there. You ain't gonna bash me up. Yeah. You ain't having your own. So way. just 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 for sparring, they want you to come in there and be what seventy five percent. Well, no, no. What is a, it? What, how would you no, how would you explain? They want controlled sparring. Yeah. You can't control me. <laughs> You know, me like, oh, that's, that's oh. quite, that's very nice. <laughs> Buy me a drink first, you know, I'm not a slag. <laughs> you better tell me you love me. There's red lights oh, here no, as well. <laughs> come on, well, funny now. <laughs> you know, I might, I might be from Essex, but come on, you know what I mean? I don't go over that quickly. No, but it was like, yeah, it was like, don't want to be out of control of sparring. Yeah. I do get it, but I'm getting it. I'm going to lick your back and I'm going to make you work. Yeah. You know, and that's how it was. I mean, that guy. And that, when they were getting you in, going, giving you a ton, you're going, I ain't going to lose this fight. No, 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 but I'm in there. I'm, I'm, I'm game. But also, and that was it. They just said, look, I remember we went back the next day, me and Lenny. And they went, no, he's not sparring today. He said, like, it was, an, it was an art session yesterday. They had some big, um, I think it was a Somalian guy. He actually boxed Johnny Nelson for the world title in Vegas. I can't remember his name. A Spina, a sp mm. really nice guy. But I got in there and it's like, I struggled to make 13 eight. Like, you know what I mean? So you dropped yeah. down to 13, 8, did you? Well, no, it's to make cruiserweight. Right, because okay. they changed the weight to 14, 4. 14, 4, that's right. But look, okay. at, look at Johnny Nelson. Yeah. How the hell did he ever make 13, 8? Yeah. And that was always, those are the bad times when I was supposed to fight Johnny. You know what I mean? Because the thing, but he ended up, I ended up getting beaten by Bruce Scott, this fellow Bruce Scott, yeah. powerful man. He then beat Darren Corbett for the, not Darren Corbett now. He then went and boxed, uh, Johnny Nelson, Johnny beat my partner. So we're all in the mix okay. kind of thing. We're all really, it was really close. But Do you think you would have beaten Johnny Nelson? Of course I could. Of course I could. Listen, come on, you got to use, listen, I'm a fighter. Yeah. Everybody I'm going to fight, I'm going to beat. Johnny was, 
Well, Johnny's did it very, very skilled. That is one skillful skilled, yeah. man, mate. And I'm not silly, mate. Come on. Of course I would have fought. You give me the fight. That was my problem. We, yeah. I took any fight that was given to me. You didn't have to tell me. All I ever needed to know was who, the name, my tickets, the weight, and the date. Boss, I didn't know. And Dean Powell would tell me. Frank Maloney would tell me. I don't care. I'm a fight. I'm going to fight whoever they put me in with. You didn't have to. Oh, my God. These bunch of like dolly mixtures now. I don't want to fight him. Oh, he's got one leg. One foot's bigger than his yeah. right foot. Oh, he's a, he, blah, blah, blah. And they ain't fighters no more. The, you can't say... Like puffs anymore because yeah. you're not that say yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. mean it like that. Yeah. Well, they said snowflakes. Snowflakes, yeah, yeah. We were fighters back then, yeah. and then it's got and the division we were in back then. Were like, you interested in money or were you interested in the fighting? Money was a bit of it, but no. But I just wanted to fight. I just love fighting. You know, I was like, you know, there's something I'm trying to get together now. I boxed a fella called Chris Henry for the Southern Area title. It's my fifth fight, and the thing was. I knocked him out in the last one. Great, 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 great fight. One of the fights of the year it was. But he went into a coma. No. Live on Eurosport. The whole show got shut down because of that. And since then... What year um, was this? That was uh, 97. Okay. June. I think it's the 15th or the 17th of June at Grundy Park. He was beating me on points. Yeah. I, did, I, was, I could hit harder, but he had to work right. Chris said, was the hardest fight I've ever had in my life. One of the hardest, I remember... I come out there and I couldn't walk for days. It was like my first proper title fight, and we were both. But I mean, you know, it's one of the. I just love to be able to sit down with him, like this kind of. Obviously not with this, but just sit down and say, "You all right, mate?" Have I've you never not, spoke, have never you not met him since? No, 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 no. And it breaks. That's one of my things. There's two things I'd like to do on my bucket list. One would sit down with Chris, have a coffee, so I don't drink anymore. Hopefully, he won't chuck the coffee at me. You know what I mean? What's his son on Chris? Chris Emery. Great fight out Why Tottenham. can't we make, why can't we make well, this happen? Well, if you can, I mean, if you know Where's some, he, where's he's he? He's out of Tottenham. He's out of Tottenham. He, he knows like people like uh, Mark Prince. I don't know if I you know. Mark. I've interviewed Mark Well, Prince. if you speak to Mark, yeah. it was just something I'd love. I'm co-host the Harry Redknapp show. Oh, okay. And Mark Prince come on talking about his son. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Da, 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 yeah no, totally lovely get. fella. Let me get older Mark, let me get older Harry to get older Mark. Yeah, yeah, please. I mean, that was something that would be amazing yeah. because that's, is it for me to put it to bed? Yeah, probably. It's something that's I've never felt right with. After that fight, I was never right. It was never the fight who I was. Where I was where was Grundy Park? Uh, it's Essex way, yeah, near Essex. Enfield. That and way. did you know when you banged him out that it was just thought I was no, knocked out? No, no, no. When no, did you no, find no, out no, that no, he was just in a coma? Just all started that Barry Owens was there. Was Barry and I remember Owen, getting okay. in the car park. Barry went, "What a fight, Dom!" And he went, "But old, old fire because he he doesn't look good." So I remember we were we were all on tenderhooks for days and. I remember the next day, I remember I was down at David Lloyd in Chigwell. The girl I was there, she said, Lindsay, she used to be an hairdresser. And uh, she took us down there because I wasn't sitting doors all day on my own. So now I was sitting there and got some cut of videos because it was all in the papers and it was quite big news on the back of the sun. It was on Eurosport as well, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it was on the sun, fight a critical, you know. And I remember seeing a couple of idiots walk past and they're going, hey, look at your face. Look like the geezer, blah, blah, blah. And my mates went, shake, that's the geezer who done it. Went, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And it was, I remember Frank ringing me, Frank Maloney. Yeah. And he was really good. He phoned me. I was, and he actually phoned a David like come out of town. I went, Dominic, please come to reception. <laughs> Dominic, what the bloody hell? Like? I was sitting there, I've got these two black eyes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like Chris done a number on me. I was in, I was in trouble, I was. But I remember going there and he's going, Tommy, you all right, mate? He said, look, as Chris. Oh, so we kept, oh, as Chris, as Chris, as Chris. He goes, look, but what was good about thinking about, hold on, but how are you? How are you? And he's the first person ever asked, you know what I mean? Because like, so we went, to, like, went up to uh, 
Frank's office. And he went to give me these sunglasses. He goes, you can't walk around like, look mm. at your eyes. I said, no, mate, I'm proud of that. Yeah. I'm proud. That, that fellow who's done that, that's a proper man. And it's just hard because it, um, that kind of thing in my career a little bit, kind of, I wouldn't say it took the spitefulness away at me, but it did. It's kind of, because you start realising, I mean, I said, I'm fighting next week. And I got this bare knuckle fight in November. You start realising, you know, none of us are indestructible. Yeah. And I get it. I yeah. always have done. But, I mean, if we could do something like that. Mate, that's that, that, anyone that, listening out there, if they know Chris. Yeah, but, but Chris, listen, if Chris wants to tell, come down and tell me, oh, if I'm allowed to say, tell me to fuck off. Yeah. I'll have that. Yeah. Because he deserves to do that. Would that give but, you peace of mind? But he's maybe, uh, he might be able to put a, a couple of demons to bed. Because I'll, 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 not that I've, Chris, Chris probably don't, care or whatever but I just don't think he realises what we kind of left behind that night and that was an hard fight I mean I boxed another fella called uh, Kevin Mitchell and we uh, he beat me the first fight I had with him he kind of uh, I wasn't right for that fight not my excuse I wasn't right they put Frank pulls me out in the fourth round just I was a bit dehydrated making this bloody weight 38 so the next fight Frank had, Maloney pulled you out yeah Frank I was I mean, trying to put it he's gone yeah. I just couldn't focus on like, like why I was dehydrated because right, okay. I fucked about my weight. Right, okay. Because getting in the sauna, yeah. things like that. So what, what What? What were you normally weighing in at? Would you bring yourself I, down to to get no, to 13 I was weighing 15 stone. I'd walk about 15 stone. I could make 13, eight. This time, I was introduced to a drink called Guinness. Mm. Oh, God, oh, my God. <laughs> That's a nice drink in the very, winter, very, <laughs> But not when you're trying to make yeah. weight. And a week before, and I was a bit <laughs> overweight, and I started getting in the sauna. Anyway, so... Kevin beat me in the first fight. It was supposed to be a warm-up fight after my first loss against Bruce Scott, who went on to world titles and stuff. Dean Powell rings me, said, we've got the rematch. It's for the Southern Area title. Like, oh, my God. And there was so much pressure on me to win this fight that if I didn't win it, my career was basically over. Mm. And then Kevin was going to get in. I trained so hard for that fight. And I put so much pressure on, on myself for this fight. Unbelievable. And it was just, if I lost this fight, my career was really over. Mm. And I remember we had such an hard fight and I beat him. And, it was, and he, he was, you know, he hurt me as much as I hurt him. But, you know, I, you know, all that sides won the fight. And that, that was one of them fights. I know when I walked out of that ring, I, that's, I knew I'd left something behind. I know what people get. It's like, when they, what's that Rocky when he beats? I know it's a load of old bollocks. Mm. When he beats Ivan Drago, mm. he's, in that, he's in the change room. He's going, and he's always like that. Mm. And that's how I felt. I felt like, I couldn't have done no more. That's how I felt with Chris. When I come out of that, that ring, I could not, and it was just amazing, not amazing, oh my God, I won the fight in the last round. I couldn't have celebrated the fight. Did you ever, have you ever looked for Chris over the years? We went to the hospital. I know people don't really, I mean, there's a big thing. We went to the hospital, but I never went inside. I just couldn't do it because they might be selfish because I had my career still going or I didn't know what was going on. Would I always just think I'm going to see something I ain't going to like, you know, but, you know, I can't give Chris anything. I've got nothing to give. Look at look at me. I, you know, people think, oh, Dom's all right. But I'm like, I've got nothing. Mm. That's what I'm saying. My life's still a mess. The way I'm just trying to keep everything, everything's on trying to live a normal life. It's hard. It's hard to come out of the lifestyle I had. And I mean, I wasn't like, like a million pound life. So I wasn't, I was doing, but I was just mad. I was just, I had a bag. You know, I never had a I never had a, a bank account for years. You know what I mean? It was out of a plastic bag running about. You have a passport, boss, you I'm going gonna go there, sleep on my mate's couch, you know, and 
you know, if I'm being honest with some of the girls I was with then, they they liked that kind of lifestyle. Yeah. It was, oh, we go in, and it's just kind of things. And obviously then when Bella come along, it just didn't, everything completely changed. So rolling, rolling back there, when you were debt collecting, what's the most amount of money you ever debt collected, picked up? I remember picking a black, black uh, plastic bag. There was a lot of money, put like that. How much was in there? About 300 cash. You know what I mean? So, 300 grand. In cash. I just, there's me. I'm such a little bloke, I should have put my hand in it. I felt I've got about 200 quid. I mean, I was such a wally because yeah. it was never about that. Yeah. It was never about that. It was about being part of something. I was a latchkey kid, and these people I thought were my friends. Yeah. These are like, I mean, don't get me wrong, they are my friends. Yeah. But they're not They're not people I'd call on. I do. One thing I've always done is done it, done it myself. Mm. Done it myself. But I mean, there was debts you go on, you know, like property debts and stuff like that. And it's like, you know, people think with the violence. It wasn't, listen, there wasn't that much violence. I mean, the pe- one, well, a couple of things I always kept out when people know me was porn and drugs. Yeah. Because they weren't my thing. Yeah. You know, and my cousin, he died in Italy. He come, got himself straight. He, come over, he comes over to uh, England because he's got himself straight. This was years ago. It's about 20 years ago. He ends up to work. Hey, Come off drugs. So where's he going to go and work? Soho. Mm. Three weeks later, he's back on the back on the. I think it was on the last on the airing. Yeah. Goes home, tops himself. Wow. You know. So there's certain things I don't like. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, don't get me wrong. There's, there's, you know, if you I suppose, no, we all get lost. We watch that Top Boy. Mm. Love Top Boy. Mm. You know, it's my fun. You know, you look at that. The I think I've got to say, if you watch the last series, that's our real life. That's how you see it in real life. Mm. Everyone just turns on each other. Yeah. Is that the way you want to live? A friend of mine, Warren, said to me the other day, is that they going to live like? Like, when they go and tell their kids, you know, you just come, oh, what do you do for a living? I'm a drug dealer. Is mm. that, you know, it's true. It's like, mm. I made money out of drugs. And it's like, okay, no, I'm not going to say nothing because it's, that's, even though it wasn't my thing, it was the world I was in, I was a rap round because that's how it was. You know, mm. these people, that's, you know, they earn their money, clever people earn their money. Mm. And I was never, yeah, there you go, and he summed up clever. I'm not clever, am I? <laughs> but no, listen, you see, what you see is what you get, remember? Big old, um, I'm always probably the man behind the man. You know, if you, you've got to go with a meeting, I still do it now. I still, uh, I still do driving for people, which is okay. I, I can I can live with that. You know, you're going, you're going on, like, with, you know, like the bodyguarding thing, go with sports people or just people that want someone to drive around for the day. They feel a bit safer. You know, it's, it, 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 I hate to say it, there's a lot of nasty people out there now. You know, and it, it, they don't, it, the people don't care. Don't, they don't care, right, man? You've got a nice cat one, yeah. just chop your hand you, yeah. you, yeah. you off of your yeah. watch nowadays, wouldn't they? Yeah. And it's like, it's, that's what we've come down to. That's what lifestyle were you living in your 20s, up to 32? Like your lifestyle of training in the week, oh, going so, to clubs. Yeah, but training, were I you love spending, tra- oh. You spending Thursday, Friday, Saturday in clubs, Sunday in clubs, day clubs. What was what was the... Yeah, but for me, it was great. I mean, you see, you got me now. It was, it was training. It was training. I love my, I just love my training. Yeah. I train three times a day. Then weekends, it'd be, as you said, it'd be Thursday maybe, but it'd be Friday, Saturday, Sunday, be working some club. I used to work at the venue New Cross, that was back in the night, and I loved that. And that was my I love the nineties. Yeah, but the music. Yeah. I love all indie music. Like, okay. Um, a bit hard to bloody say now. You got me now, but I listen to all the old stuff now. Well, the, the band music. Yeah, like Oasis and yeah, yeah. That, but I'm on about before them. Before though. That. The nineties. It was like this. This place in um, the venue. They used to have all the the, the, the thingy bands there. But now I'm just trying to think right there. Oh, bloody hell. So listen, uh, I can uh, the levelers, things like oh, that. Okay. I mean, I'm not about proper grungy kind of, 
you know, red hot chili peppers yeah. and stuff like that. Is that your that. thing, was it? I used to love all the was indie it? music. Okay. So they'd be funny. So we have, you swear at the venue, top floor, you see, everyone ate the top floor. Because yeah. it's, it's the top floor. Everyone <laughs> wants to do the door, everyone wants to do the... 50 but, floors up, 50 So you get a bit yeah. of egg, yeah. are you on your up? Well, it's me and, there was always me and my mate Matty. Just give me the shits he did. My mate loves me when I say He's a good looking mother, good looking guy. Like the ponytail, bodybuilder, short, stocky, all the birds all over him. There's me, six foot two, quite skinny, then glasses and a bit of good hair, then, you know what I mean? And then everyone look at me and go, he's all right, well, he is. But I'm telling you, my mate said, the best thing is, and my mate Dave Anderson, he's gone now, he, he, got, he got taken out of the game years ago. I think that was at a nightclub. God, that's that's about thirty years ago. He got taken out of the yeah, game. He got he got he, he got, got shot. No, he got stabbed and was, died on yeah, the doors. Yeah, yeah, and it's, it really bought. We it devastated everybody. Everybody that knew Dave, Dave was out of Arlo, and he was one of the toughest men I've I ever knew. And I don't know the ins and outs of it. Don't really want. It's just you know I wasn't even in the back, and I was I can't remember what I was there, but I know he got. I think he got stabbed in the back. Didn't even see it coming. But it just also makes you realise, you know. I mean, he, but he's one of the nicest blokes I've ever known, and he kind of taught us. A little bit of like, uh, you know, you do the doors. You have to do the door. Yeah, I mean, I was just a kid. My biggest People thing was, think that you just do the door, you just a bouncer. There's actually an art to it. Of walking in a room and understanding what's going on. I remember once. I remember, can I take this top? I'll get a bit on there. Yeah, yeah, so, the old six pack out. I don't, yeah, party pack. <laughs> party no, pack. I don't you start. I've been on a diet this week. Don't, I can't even move that. I'm not a straight jacket. But no, it's like, I remember once, I was working at the venue. I, had a, I don't know, something happened. I had a shit, a really shit day. And this bloke, this bloke come over, he said something to me. And, was, and I went, eh, and I went, you know, grabbed hold of him and kind of like, if you want to abuse my position. Yeah. And this woman come up to me, she goes, what's the matter with you? Well, you've had a bad day or something. You're mm. taking it out on him. And she made me feel about that big. Mm. And I, do you know what? I had to go, I went, honestly, I went up to the fella and went, I'm really sorry, mate. Yeah. I just, and he went, I said, do you want a drink? I said, mm. I was out of order then. People don't get that because I'm one of the people, if I, I've done something wrong, you know, there's a lot of people I've kind of bumped into, not recently, but over the years. There's people I've done things to, mm. you, know, that I, you know, when they wash their face in the morning, they have to see me for what I've done yeah. to them. And the amount of times I've gone to people, I never say I'm sorry for what I've done mm. because it, I would do it again, mm. but sorry for... for for what happened mm. because uh, another friend of mine said, always just come out with he goes that could have been avoided that yeah. could have been avoided and I was just too quick to kind of show people what I was about that was my kind of why Why do you reckon you wanted to show people But I was probably because I'm so insecure I suppose okay. you know what I mean I, all I could do and I'll say to people now people go I've got this thing going on at the moment this bare knuckle fight just something was said to me Friday, eight, eight weeks ago, someone said something to me, eight, nine weeks ago. I can't get out of my head. I'm not going to say what it is, but that's why these bare knuckle fights come on. And it's like, I've got to do it because I feel like a bit of a fraud. Like, I, I know what I'm about. I know I'm what I'm about. I mean, I've got, I've got a couple of they, they, they don't want me doing it. Who oh, don't want you doing I've it? I've got some really close friends. Go, do, they said, Dom, you don't, you ain't doing this. I said, listen, it's it's happening. You know, I've, it's part of my life. It's all I've known. But when people go, you're 53, you're too, can you take a shot? And I said, Some, someone rang me up the other day. Kind of upset me a little bit. And they were going, would you, or you should, I said, hold on. You live your life yeah. doing what you do. Stay in your lane. Yeah. And I do what I do because mm. you don't know my life. Mm. You come and live my life. Have a week. I said, you couldn't handle my life. 
you're sitting there, you think your shit don't stink, mm. you, you you know, this has happened, that's happened. And they're more worried, these fellas now, they're more worried about brushing their own hair, like all putting a gel in their hair. They're fighting with an old woman who's got who's got more moisturiser on their face. I mean, they're going, look, this is it, bump, you know. I need to prove, perhaps I need to I always say, and if you get this, uh, Dodge, mm. always always thought, about the tenth time I said this, is I always thought I was James Colburn at the Magnificent Seven. Say that again. You James mean? Colburn. Right. Yeah, not James, uh, Charles Bronson. Right, okay. You know, he was the big lump. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah, chopping yeah. the wood. Yeah. You know, that's, that's how I thought life was. We all got about together, we all stick together. Mm. I mean, when I had my bit of trouble, no, 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 I realised it's just me on my own. Yeah. But more and more I got to know myself, I feel like more like Robert Vaughan. I don't know if you remember the film. He's mm. one, his arsehole goes a little bit in it. And it's like, he don't, he can't, he's a bit gun shy, won't get his gun out. And at the very end, he redeems himself, kicks on, mm. and he goes, that's why he's the best one out of all of them. Mm. Right, but he has to redeem himself. And just, right, I, I, I get shot straight after that, so mm. I don't really want that bit. But that's, <laughs> that's all I need. No, but this fight, this bare knuckle fight, is one of, yeah, that's what I need to. I want to know what's triggered you for this bare knuckle fight. Just something was said to me. Tell me what was said to you. No, it's just something. Something's just said off the cuff. What, a random or yeah, someone close to you? Yeah, cloud, whatever. But it was just something was said and it's triggered something off in my head and I can't get it out yeah. of my head. Yeah. And people go, no, it's stupid. It's just, what? And people go, what? I said, I've just got to do it. I've just got to do it because it's like, I know what I'm about. Yeah. Listen, I've had more fights than people. And it, I'm not here. I'm not coming here to say no, how tough totally, I am. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to get. This is for me it's a you. bit like counselling. Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. you know, you know, we come and plug the little, little book a little bit just to talk yeah. about stuff. You've had all the other boys on there. Yeah. You're quite jealous of that, and it's it's nice to but to, you know, back in the day, I wouldn't be talking like this. Yeah. I don't care. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. like, yeah. like that. Yeah. I said the other day about being tough. Someone said about being tough. I said I'm 53. I know what I can do, but I'm not asking people to come up and start. Me, you what are you? Mean? What are you trying to prove to yourself by going do bare knuckle at 53? That I'm not a fool. I feel like I've been a fraud. Why? Just because, I don't know, just because I've... You've let... ticked all the boxes. How can yeah, be a fraud? I know, I know. But people, everyone makes it, you a fraud. He goes, I know you don't. I grew up... I was not... Just, I'll... Well, I just read, not read, I'll just let so many people off the hook where where before I wouldn't. Not, not, but my mate's going, but don't, don't but does you. That, but does that matter at 53 to no, think, but, you know... No, what... but he's going, but thank you being a fraud. That's you growing up. Yeah. But I just feel like, you know, I don't know, just... I don't know, it's just how I've got to do it. It's like win, lose, draw. But I won't be losing. Unless I say that, but I won't be losing. When's the fight? Uh, 25th of November, the Indy Go at the O2. I know you'll be there because I'll make sure I'll get you two tickets. I'm right? there. And if you ain't there, I'm coming around. Okay, I'm not. You can pay for them. No, no, no. It's, not. But no, it's a big thing. It's like. Who contacted you? <laughs> because it's BKB, in it? Yep, yep. Our friend Jim, Jim Smith yep, and. Yep. Joe Brent. Smith and Jim Freeman. Yeah. My friend Kevin Greenwood was on on E-Box the other yeah. He's had two fights, got a win, got a draw. And I'm sitting there and just one kind of thing was happening. I said to Kevin, I need to do this. You know what I mean? And he spoke to Jim and, said, and he said, Jim said, call him, call him. So I phoned Jim up and said, look, he said, uh, what about, do you think? He said, he goes, I didn't realise that was you. You yeah. know what I mean? Not because you're, you know, so I'm looking up, me fighting yeah. things like that. I wasn't, it's his night, ain't my night. Yeah. And he goes, well, I said, you know, I can't. he goes, Don, we know you can fight. Oh, my God, you ain't got to talk. And that, is it me being my ego again? If you, if you say to proper people, mm. you know, you're gonna, have, you're gonna have people that you, you think, yeah, mate. You know, I've noticed with this book, 
the people you thought would back you up and go and buy 20 copies yeah. ain't bought fuck all. Mm. Do you know why? And I'll get it because they're jealous. Mm. And I don't know why they're just jealous about me fucking up my life, but mm. I'm just trying to, if if people read that book and A, they get it, or B, they can try and get something out of it, then it's all right. But I ain't done this book for an ego mm. boost. I know, it's just, I want to put things right for me. Mm. But the people that you think would have your back and people that I know, I'm lucky, my, my troop out I've got a friend of mine called, uh, I'm going to say, no, his name's Jake, Jason. Mm. Bit like Marmite, you either like him, you, I wouldn't say you don't, because you don't know this fella. Yeah. But he's, he's one of the loyalest people I've ever met. Now, I might not see him, but he's, he sponsored me. There's a, I can't remember what it's called now, but he sponsored me. Straight away, I sponsor you straight yeah. away. Because I don't want you doing it, yeah. but I'd rather back you mm. so you can concentrate. And, it's, and, it's, and it, you know, he's one of the guys, he doesn't have to be there 24-7, but I know when the shit's the fan, he's he, there. He, oh my God, oh my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's only, You've got to so, hold on to those people. There's well, only, there's only, a, there's only I'm handful. I've said yeah. you before, I'm like, don't we, I've got my friends yeah. and things like that. And I'm not going to start mate. I've got me mate, yeah. Kim, yeah, yeah, Kim yeah, yeah, Turk, yeah. things like that, yeah. Butch and all these other people. Want, but there's certain people like me mate, Emery, me mate, B, in this joint, they've stuck by me. Mm. And because they tell you the truth. Mm. And even Mike Jessica, what are you doing it for? You, you know, not you're too old, but you are 53, come mm. on. And you go, but don't we know you could have a fight? Mm. But there's some minds, perhaps it's just, perhaps I need to just get out of the system. Will uh, you tell me after the fight what bugged you to go and have that fight? Maybe, baby, if you yeah. get me back on it. Yeah, maybe. And if we get, we get chocolate biscuits, yeah. I'm a bit we get upset. the old chocolate biscuits. <laughs> mate, you haven't even chocolate biscuits <laughs> before November the no, 1st. No, see, see that, mate. See that? Ain't why it's pudding because <laughs> you don't want second elbows of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's again, I'm, you come here, I feel, I feel so easy coming here. And it's like a game when I said, I'm not coming here to, oh my God. I, Oh, we've all got e egos and pride, right? The yeah. two biggest killers out there. Yeah. The amount of damage that people have done to themselves after a Friday night when they've been having a booze, got on a shovel, yeah. and that guy, that, I mean, oh, I don't know, that Paul, if you wait, you wait, if, yeah. uh, and next week you've got, you, I was always been a man of my word. Mm. So I'll be honest with you, I've never been like that because mm. now if I didn't, if I said that jump you and I ain't mm. sorted out, they're going to say that negus, he's all that, it's all mouth. Yeah. So you've got to be careful. Yeah. And that's why you see, that's why a lot of these kids that, like, they end up getting hurt because all that egos and yeah. pride ain't. Look at these kids nowadays, they're like 18, like just shooting him, some kid hits, stabbing It's awful, isn't it? My daughter's 19. I'm yeah. petrified. Let's move down here. I, I moved from London to get away from London down to Bournemouth. It's happening down here. Well, Portsmouth. Like, it's always, my brother lives in Portsmouth. Portsmouth's naughty. Very, very really very naughty. Very down very that front strip, that's yeah. naughty down there. No, I mean, but it's like uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I want to go back. I want to go back a minute ago. You said you had you had two mates who could tell you stop yeah. what you're doing, yeah. what you're playing at. Yeah. Yeah. All the others were they scared to tell you? Do you know what? Probably, mm. and I get that. Mm. And when people go, well, certain people don't, because you get the ump. And you, it, my mate said both of this bad because I knew just something has gone on recently. My mate, I knew my mate had been talking to to the other one. They're not, you know, they're very good. They're entrepreneurs. These mm. two fellas, right? Very lucky to have them as friends. And they are my friends. And I'm gonna say because I always know normally say that. But I remember once I've got this sleeping problem. I can't. I don't breathe properly in my sleep. And they. My mates bought me this mask thing, and I don't wear it. I can't stand the fucking thing. It looks like something Silence of the Lambs. So I'm one of them bedroom with me girl. I look like, say, a Star Wars, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to get you. But if I don't wear it, she goes to sleep in the front because I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> poor thing, you know what I mean? I said to her, do you know what would be great? And it is, she's, uh, her name's Joanna, yeah. good girl. 
You know this is your mate? missus, Joanna. Yeah, this yeah. is, you know, we've been about eight months. Yeah. Looking, things are good. Yeah. You know I mean? She's a good girl. Staunch, yeah. staunch kid she is. And it's like, well, do you know what I like? I said, do you know what I love, though? One day I wake up and you're actually in bed with me, mm. not sleeping on the sofa mm. because I'm snoring. Mm. You know, I, mean, I tried all these things up my nose. I'm saying, <laughs> beep, beep, bop, bop. And I put his special weight on, you know, with a bow underneath. <laughs> <laughs> no, but if someone's got a thing to stop me snoring, cure, yeah. please, and don't say something stupid. I mean, I'll put a, and he's, I mean, and I don't know, it's just. How do you think? You know, like we're in the 2023 now. No one talks about mind health, mental health, and all that oh. in the 90s and when you were in your tw- in your 20s and stuff. How do you think, looking back now as an adult, as a matured. Not mentally matured. Four years clean yeah, yeah. and looking back, did you have mental health problems, do you oh, think, in your 20s? Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I mean, it's like we have this thing where, you know, I'm not. Gotta be careful what you say here because it's not. I'm not trying to rock the boat. Mate, just ma- say, just, you know, no, no, but I'm yeah, just saying it's yeah, like yeah. this mental health thing. Obviously, like we had with uh, obviously Tyson Phil, he's brought it to the thing. Yeah, yeah, but to me, no one told you to go on a four day bender, sniffing mm. gear and drinking, all saying you want to crash. Your, that's called a come down. Mm. But I worked in a hostel. I just just come away from about two months ago. I was there for four years. Worked in a hostel. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. I was supposed. I was just supposed to be like, uh, I call it the concierge, but mm. I'll become, I ended up supposed to be there for three months, was there nearly four years, mm. become the assistant manager. Just every day was a negative thing every day. There's people in that place, you're on about mental health issues. You come and spend a week there. I used to say to my mate who's got this big company, I said, well, little people play up in their nice offices and they think, oh, lardy dog, tell them to come work down there yeah. for a week and see what people have to part with or what they're like. And even us as workers, what we have to, you know, very violent, you know. I mean, I was there, I was there for a reason. I also went there to make, you know, make the place look pretty, mm. you know what I mean? And even when the police used to come in now, they said, well, we, they knew, what are you doing working here? Because yeah. I knew I was. And, but within a few months, we never had no problems there. Not again, not saying I was this big enforcer, but I spoke to people. And when they used to go to me, you don't know what it's like to be homeless, I slept on the gym floor for 18 months. When I first met my wife years ago, because I couldn't afford to pay for that, and I couldn't afford to pay for like better stuff, because I was, I was living a good life. Not a good life, but a clean life. Mm. So learning that, being like that, when you're being a bit wehe, mm. you've got a bit of money here coming in, a bit of doing this and doing that, you've got money. But I was just trying to, you know, I was doing personal training, we are trying to run the gym. I didn't have no money. Mm. And it's, so it's all the same things are hard. I and mean, things are still hard. You know, going, well, I've come away from the hostel now. Well, I had a big chunk of money every month. There, it's gone. That's why I have to fight. That's why I'm at 53. I'm fighting again. That's why we've got a book coming out. You know, these ain't things for nothing. We're trying to put things on. I'm hoping someone might read the stories in that book. We had a couple of people saying, could be a series out. It's an actual TV series. But it's just got to get me back out there again. Because where the first couple of books come out, they were really... So tell me the names of your first couple of books. Uh, the first original book was called Out of the Shadows. Yeah. And that was uh, John Blake. You have to get that on Amazon mm. because you can't get in there. And then the other one was done by uh, Jamie Ball and it was called Into the Light. Mm. And they had Warcry Press. Well, both done great. Mm. I mean, this one's doing, I mean, this is something we put together ourselves. So this one here, what I like about this one, anyone looking, take a look. Dob Degas, what about me? This is not you writing it. This no, is this... all your mates writing stories about you. Yeah, I'm not, there's people in there, I wouldn't even say my mate, associates. Associate, yeah. And there's things, that, do you know what? Someone said, have you read it? I said, no, I've not even read it. Because yeah. you've not read what people have yeah. put. I said, because that's their perception. Yeah. 
who am I to change things? Yeah. You know what I mean? Obviously, you know, not people want to talk about fights and shit like that. But I'm hoping people might, if you read the first two books are great. I mean, if you ever watch that Danny Dyer's mm. thing, people didn't just look at you differently. Yeah. I mean, we had a documentary come out years ago, Underground Britain. And you see me, I was I was in the thicker stuff then. And I was just trying to get, and that's when I, I, you got me coming out of the gym after I got, I'd made a little bit of a comeuppance. Mm. Then I lost my fight because my dad was in hospital. Then my dad died too. Do you think I'll oh, give a fuck about having yeah. a fight with the geese? I loved it. The geese yeah. hit me. And he even said to me, he goes, what happened now? She never hit me. I said, because you took away the pain that I'm feeling. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Someone wow. said to me, this bare knuckle fight, why are you doing this? Because I can handle the pain. Yeah. The pain's here. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. You want mental health? Come and stay with me for a few days. See how my head plays up. I could be, we're having a great day here. Yeah. Somebody go, and also my head's fucked. Yeah. I could have a row with you, mm. and people think, oh, you don't. It would mess my head up for days. Yeah. Because you said mental health. Yeah, I mean, you know. What pa what pain are you carrying around right now? I don't know. I just feel I've got this emptiness. And I'll be honest, I've got this emptiness. You know, and it, I don't know if you want to go that deep on it. I mean, you know, it's funny when you're looking at Col uh, what's it called? Dave and, and Cole don't really talk like this. It's like, if you get, so yeah, I've got this kind of emptiness. It's like there's an old there. And, I, and it's, getting, it's getting smaller. Yeah. It's getting smaller. And not just because Joanne's come along, but yeah, okay, she's made life bearable and, and things are different now. And we're looking at things. I mean, don't get me wrong, she can't fix me. No. You know, because like me, I was go back doing drugs because mm. they couldn't fix me. Mm. But not that I was doing. You know, I, was, I just want to emphasise: I was never big on drugs. I was a drinker. Mm. You know what I mean? But I, I mean, what got? I was drinking on my own, mm. so I could easily go home, work at the hostel, and away. I'm get a bottle of Jack Daniels, do that. Next day, do a bottle of vodka, a bottle of Scots. Next day, I'll do an, uh, another. I don't know whatever. But it went all. It all vodka, bottle of Scots on the same day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Because it'd stop me thinking, yeah. it'd numb me. Well, it's, null, null, it's numbing out the pain, isn't it? Yeah, but to, and I'm still trying to work out what the pain is. What the pain is. I mean, I lost my mum. How I old mean, were you when you lost your mum? My no, but mum went twelve were you years ago. With your mum yeah. or your dad? My dad was really close with. Dad. So if you ever see that documentary, they got it well, all. The Danny, the Danny Dyer. No, 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 the underground Britain one. Yeah, they got it. Well, I'm having this fight, trying this fight. Then my dad dies, you know what I mean? Then I get chopped up in the gym. Mm. And they just said that was probably one of the hardest hitting things we've ever filmed. Because you ain't going to get much truer a life than what was going on. You know, I'm training for a fight, I lost my fight. My dad's in hospital, mm. my dad dies. Mm. Bit like, I get chopped up in the mm. gym, really like, you know, they weren't fucking about. Mm. And it all happened, they got it all on camera. You know what I mean? Like all the kind of scenario of it all. And if you want, that's life. That is my, so come and live my life and tell me how... I was told <clears throat> a fellow there called Frankie Black used to be with Jimmy Tibbs. Mm. Now, Jimmy Tibbs and Mark Tibbs, my, uh, I respect people, but Jim, I've got so much respect for because he's like like the godfather yeah. to us. He's like someone I look up to. Yeah. And he always talked about Frankie Black one day said, Dom, this this for all that, he said, Dom, you've got to heed the angels' warning. Because I always say about three angels coming. So all I ever think about that, when I've got the three things, I... I had a court case thing that got dropped. Then I lost my dad, and then I got chopped up. But these thing, three things happened in like six months. Yeah, okay. And they all kind of, and if I didn't listen to that, I got to be pretty stupid. What year is this, 2004? Uh, about 2003, yeah, yeah. It's just after, just because, yeah. And it was just, you know, everything was kind of like full speed ahead. Was, I couldn't tell you from day to day what I was doing. It's just madness. All I made sure I, I trained every day. Mm. Every day, and I was... And then I used my training then because it was like 
because what I was doing outside or you're upsetting the wrong people, you always had to be on, on your guard kind of thing. You know what I mean? So you were saying there, someone tried to chop you up and take your life. Why? I think it's more of a... More of a Why was that? Where was listen, it? Listen, I just, upset, I just up, upset some big people and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it ruined me hair for a couple of weeks. <laughs> no, listen, I just upset some... Well, I don't know and it's... Uh, you know, no one knows we've done it and we leave it at that and... What happened? I, what happened that day? Where were went you? Went in the gym. Day? I just went in the gym and get changed. All of a sudden, there was a shout the screen. I thought my mate's mucking about. All of a sudden, I looked, bum, bum, bum. Geezer pointed a gun at me. As I went like that, I've gone, what are you going to do? All of a sudden, Geezer hit me in the with the axe. And then we all had a bit of a turnaround. All I'm going to say, listen, I deserved it, but not for what people think it was about. Because you can't live the life I was leading. And I, and, and I always say, you know, you know it's hard because yeah, it's, it's nearly 20 years ago but I've still got the scars I still remember things you know and it, it, they did their job because they made me realise that that wasn't the life for me mm. you know I mean I'm not saying that I'm not trying to like you know it's done it's over I'm not trying to open a can of worms I'm not going redempt all that no 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 because you'll always you can't do what I was doing and not expect to get my ass smacked every day I'd walk in like we go to a local nightclub didn't pay People would play out, knock them out. Then the dorm would come, come do that. What do? Knock them out. Because all I knew was knock them out, <laughs> and that's all I ever knew. My mate come me, okay, my mate B, he'd go, he'd be on a, he'd leave me on a Friday because we always trained every day. It was good, so great to train with my mate. And it'd be Monday. He'd go, right, what's happened now? Whose fault is it now? Because I broke well, my fault. It was him. They start. He goes, but Dom, not everybody can be wrong, and that's. Excuse me, and that's when it started to take me. I had to realise, I had to start looking at myself. Mm. You know, this, you know, so before, like, yes or no, like it or not, certain people were in Essex and London for about 10 years knew me. They might go, no, they, they're not such a early. They're the ones that probably play it down. Yeah. The ones that, not, no one feared me, but I was just a fucking handful. Yeah. I know I was a white handful, and I don't care. We've done a saying in, um, <laughs> we were going to get some t shirts, mate. <laughs> In the Danny Dyer thing, I don't care if you're Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee, I'll mm. punch you in the, on the chin, you're going for a kip. Yeah. I was gifted with, you know, get out of jail power. Like some people, like most people, like it's just how it is. But I just become a pain in people's asses, mm. and I become a fool in people's sides. Well, I took liberties, you know, I, I just thought, I don't care. And if you, you ain't going to let me in, then are you? Oh, hold on, now we've got a problem. You know, and it is, and I, and I, and I, and I said that the shit that happened in the gym, I deserved it because you can't do what I was doing. Mm. You know, I'm, in some ways, I'm quite lucky because a lot of other people been killed, don't they? Yeah. You know, what I mean, you know, you know, I know it's a different thing altogether. But when people get big for their boots, mm. they get taken out, mm. and it, and I, and I perhaps in a way, I'm very grateful that I, I, I didn't get killed because. You know, that would be the next thing because you know, I don't get me wrong, I didn't just fall over on the floor and. and Quite like a little girl. I, 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 they didn't realise what come back at them. That's what they, they thought was going to crash, bang, wallop. No, 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 no. I was, so there were three men. Were they masked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One had a gun, one had a bat, one had an axe. Baseball bat? Yeah. Yeah, if you saw, I still got, if you just saw, I still got the dent there yeah. when you caught me on the arm. Yeah. But no, it's like, you know, but listen, I said before. When you, when you saw these three masked men, you thought, I thought it was my mates mucking about. Right, okay. I thought it was my three mates mucking about. And it took me a little bit to it. And I think in, Fuck me, they get, must be getting quite a bit of money for this. Yeah. Well, they must be getting paid. Yeah. And it's like, and all of a sudden, is you no know, things happen. I go, oh, fucking hell. 
I backed up a bit and whatever happened happened and there was, you know, punches and people getting stabbed and things like that. I was, got, was there claret everywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some, you know, I got stabbed in the arm, coupled in the legs. Uh, yeah, no, listen. Did the shooter go off? No, no, no. 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 Uh, there's a little story behind it because my, my old trainer held the door shut because he didn't know what was going on. And it's not a thing, it's just, it just happened, you know what I mean? He tried to hold on, because they couldn't get out. Because as I'm going, they wouldn't get out as much as I wanted to get out. Mm. So it kind of, it's a, it's a bit, everyone got a bit confused. And, you know, it was, put it like this, is um, I'm grateful for them three fellas. Because also if they wanted to, they could have done worse. Put a shot me. That mm. was, I was expecting to get shot. Mm. But then, again, please, you see me, I'm not, I'm not giving it the big one. Oh my mm. God, I'm not giving it the mm. big one. But as I say, I'm very grateful that I didn't get hurt as much as perhaps they mm. could have hurt me. Because I know if that was me with a gun and a bat and an axe, I would have done a fucking lot more than they mm. did to me. You know, and, that, and that's out of my heart. Mm. I mean, but it's like, you know, again, it's, I, I still, they, they did their job. I always said they did their job because every day that's a reminder for me. Yeah, I still want to get out of my pram sometimes. Sometimes people give me the ump. Mm. But then also you start, you've got to start realising there's always a price to pay. Mm. There ain't no free lunches in this world. So if you're going to cross that line again, that's what I said to you about me getting back in. I had a, I had a call recently about going back doing some uh, debts. Because yeah. obviously I'll come out of work, great people, and not the debts you think, all legit debts. And there's like so many people out there in trouble at yeah. the moment. Yeah, yeah. And they, you know, this fellow goes, will you come? And I went, yeah, okay, I'll come meet you. I'm going to do this. And it took me all the bottle I could muster to ring him up. I nearly told my, I've been so I nearly told my life, I said, I'll go and see about my book. Yeah. And I went, do you know what? He just don't sit well with me yeah. anymore. Yeah. I'm out of the game. Yeah. As long as no one comes near me anymore. Do you know what? I'm pleased to see people now. And hopefully they're pleased to see me. Mm. You know, and it's like, people go, oh, do you remember? You know, and it's, you know, when I say, well, how can you keep living your life in your past? But it's always hard when other people live their lives in my past. Yeah. They don't say, be some, I don't say, oh, do you remember what happened? Mm. Or oh, do you remember you did this? I'm like, yeah, but that's how people remember you, don't they? And so, like, me trying to change things, it, it, it's hard. You know, it, it's, I don't know, it's just trying to, you know, life, life's hard. You know, I do think people say, like, when I go, I go and see my dad occasionally, he's buried in Rayleigh. And the first thing I say to my dad, like, go, was great. I was saying, why didn't you tell me life was going to be like this? Because mm. my old man would have gone, Don, well, there's an easy way and an hard way. You're always going to do it the fucking hard way. Mm. I'll try and tell you something, because you, you know it all. You know, it's kids, don't you? know. Mm. You must, you probably, I was really lucky. I, had, I was fortunate enough to have the chat with my dad before he died. He was 82 when he died. When did he die? 04? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2004. Yeah, yeah. Because he would have been 103 this year. He was 50 when he had me. He was a prisoner of war. He had medals and stuff like that. Terrible nightmares he used to have. Tough know, man? A good man. Good man. A good man. What's his name? Uh, Cyril. Cyril. I miss him. He was my uh, he was my best mate he was in the end. And it took, we were uh, 26 I was, before uh, I put my man in. He said, I love you. Because we're up in Richard Mac about my man's old school. You go, come on, Dad. We go, what are you want to do? He's boxing the army, <laughs> things like that. Old school, you know yeah. what I mean? As soon as he was born, he could smoke and he was on the print. But you put your arms around him, you go, well, come on, like that. Yeah. And I was when we took him mad. That's the mad thing is he split up my mum. My dad was 74 when my mum left him. She was she's 20 odd years younger than him. So she had, she's going through a midlife crisis, like God rest her soul. But I remember phoning out, I was living in Newcastle. I got this phone, my brother said, you spoke to dad? I went, no, what's the matter? He goes, uh, 
mum's left him. I went, shut up. You know what I mean? What the? So I said, I said, mum, I find me that. Hey, what you, well, not call what you dirty old kid? What are you doing? You're on the hand pump, son. You know, that's how we knew. My mate, my mate, my mate, we were there one time, I was in the day, Lord. I'm not sure to go, wait, what are you doing, dirty old kid? Uh, my mate's got, who's he talking? He goes, that's his dad. I went, shut up. But I know if I could ring my dad up and go, right, dad, he go, what's the matter? Straight away. Yeah. He knew there was something wrong. But then um, I said, Dad, what's the matter? He goes, I was, I was supposed to spoke to your brother, have you? Because yeah, what's the goes, oh, your mum, bloody idiot. She's out. She's all right. Because she's got to do what she's got to do. Yeah. And mate, always looks after my mum. Mm. Even to the day she, like, he went, she was looked after. And then he really, one, she, they, some people tried to get into my mum about getting a divorce. Mm. And my dad said, why do you want to get a divorce? Because if you get, you're going to get half of everything anyway. My dad wouldn't, but then when I die, you're going to get all these widow's pensions. If you don't, you ain't going to get all that. And so when my dad did die, she was so looked after. Mm. My mum didn't have to do nothing. Not that she was any fault, but she was getting so looked after. But my dad was old school. He was just a, he was a good, good old man. Yeah, you know, was, mine, bought, yeah. bought us up the right way. Yeah. And that's why I go down, down to see McClacton. They'd be going, what have you been up to this week? I said, mm. no, he goes, I've heard. You mm. don't think we're here down here? Yeah, we yeah. hear everything. You've been that city again, ain't you? have been yeah. there. I said, oh, dad. Clacton, they're good days. Yeah, my, my nan and granddaughter, <coughs> Clacton, all East London, yeah. My dad used to live in Sackett's Grove. Okay. Off with Jaywick. You've got to be careful there, anyway. <laughs> They've got their hands all stuck together. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean I went down there. I used to, my dad used to take me down. I was going to see him. Well, I'm on the summer area. Yeah, top. amusements. Down on day that in that, yes, right. But my yeah. so we went down there. I think it was the next day we actually took him. Or well, two days up, we took him. No, it was the next day we we moved after one of the Sony. So and Chris, I could just about move. But my dad, my mate had this three W transporter. Dad's in the front. I'm in the back. I had the belt in a blue plastic bag, just carrier bag. So, you know, we got out, and that's the first time. I want mean, to cuddle him. I said, I love you, Dad. He goes, oh, I love man. you too. I always remember that's the first time. And you were 26? 20, 27, I think. Wow. Yeah. Because you was just old school. Yeah. Just old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, that's why me and my daughter, she's my, I'm very, very gifted to have this girl. I mean, she's come from two nutters. You know, her mum's great. You know, she's doing her own thing. You know, as long as she's happy, she's happy. I'm happy. Bella's happy. See, that's all we want. And she, she's kind of, you know, she's ticked every box I could ask for. She, but she made me a better man. You know, when people say, oh, "What made you change your life? Yeah. What, what made you? What did you have this big epiphany?" Yeah. And all like, "Oh, you it's normally a daughter or son, isn't it?" That Some me that, getting yeah. chopped up mm. didn't change me. Mm. That gave me the ump. Mm. That didn't help matters then. But knowing that Bella, oh, Bella she's pregnant with Bella, that changes things. Because mm. I see a girl there. She comes to the hospital, and she was scared. And I didn't like that, you know, because it wasn't, it's, you know, I see this woman, I don't like any woman being scared. And that was, it was down to me. And it was my lifestyle. What so. damage did they do to you when you were in hospital? Well, 70 stitches and a fractured skull, ruined my airline, you know, I couldn't brush my hair for weeks. You know, 70 stitches? Yeah, yeah, I had 70 stitches and uh, a fractured skull, which was, uh, yeah, yeah. But going, I deserved I wanna, it. I want to roll back then. You said you were, you said you were taking liberties. Yeah, yeah. What liberties were you taking for that knock-on effect of those three yeah, lads listen, coming round? You can't expect. Like, was there was there something that you know why they come round and done that? It's got to be. There's got to be something you know that to go. Well, that's what happened because of that. Hold me yeah, but up. you can't. Listen, I was going in nightclubs, never paying for drinks, perhaps being a bit gobby. 
You know what I mean? Because then me, I thought I was untouchable. You know, I'm, you know, I'm just thirty-two gigs, probably at a peak then. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was, you know, I was six a, foot two lump. And aggressive. I was just after the old Harrison fight, yeah. flying eye. You know, doing, you know, doing some major work with some major players, like being around these top boys, getting my face put out there around families. Yeah, like yeah. people, people know. I mean, not just saying it. I was just, you know, I'm quite gifted. I can talk to something. Go, oh, yeah, so and so seems his best. So and so, and that's how I like yeah. it now. You know, hopefully people respect me as much as... There's one thing about me, I always respect for I'm never like, but when I get the ump, I get the ump. And it, it, it don't really matter, and it does it who you are. And it's not like, perhaps I'll, you know... But I just know, I just upset the wrong people. And, who, did you, and who did you upset before that? I don't know, mate. You know, there's a lot of people out there. Was it? Yeah, I mean... Could, this, you, afraid, have you, could you put it pinpoint to something? Or are you just like, I just think I upset a load of people. I don't really know. Who knows? That's all I can say. Do you know what I mean? But listen, all I can say, and I will say it, yeah. I deserved it. Yeah. You're never going to hear me say, oh, it's a liberty, and I deserved it. What was, and that's your, all I can what was say. your reaction after the hospital? What was going through? I went at me. Oh, my God, I went at me. But not, were you thinking of revenge? Of course you do. Of course you do. I'm, I'm like, this fucking. Then you start sitting there, you realise things are getting a bit tricky now. Yeah. You know what I mean? On my own, I know what I'm capable of doing, but less on my own. These these people don't work on their own, do they? You've had three people come and try and iron you out. You know, three people go to six people, six people go to nine people, and there's me on my own. Yeah. Because I've never called on anybody, anything I've ever had. You ask anyone, and I go, did I actually phone you up and say, come and help me? Yeah. Or have I had a bit of trouble? And the maddest thing, though, most of the trouble I've had, don't do me. Because yeah. <clears throat> believe it or not, I don't get in trouble. Yeah. <clears throat> My biggest problem was, if I'd go out and we can have a drink, that's when I'd get in trouble. Because I'd drink. If I was ever working, doing like security and stuff, <coughs> I, I knew the game. I, knew, I mean, I'd say we got, we got, I ain't got to say the club or whatever, but we go to this club quite a bit. We, we stayed out of it for a while. Then we went back. Where? Back, East, yeah. East London? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we went in this club and we had a bit of trouble in there, a couple of geezers. And I, I wasn't drinking. Mm. I wasn't drinking. Geezer said something. And I said, oh, at the bar, I went, oh, don't worry, mate. They're like buses free be coming along in a minute. I'm just my mate my mate said, Oh, I can't believe that. And he said, Look, he's just my mate, what's the mate? Also, my mate come running. He said, Yeah, he picked up his ashtray, tried to hit me in the ashtray. Don't know if Patsy thought I was having to go his mate or something. All of a sudden it's just gone off, we had a bit of a fight, blah, blah, blah. We get a call. We mentioned my good pal earlier. He gets a call from the nightclub hey. owner, yeah, V. Mm. He said, Dom, I don't want you in the club no more. You I don't me being me, because I'm this big, I, I can't have it. Mm. So I went up there on a fire day, half past nine, before I went, all the doormen out the back all getting changed. And I said, right, where were you, lot? My pet, that's my mate, to my pal with me. And went, uh, 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 well, I said, right. All the, all the doormen, they're like little kids, you know, like school, and all that, all that. Yeah. <laughs> I said, right, who don't want me in here? Well, I said, I'm asking you, who don't want me in here? Is it you or is it management? Well, no, no, I said, just tell me. Mm. And went, look, I said, look, I respect you. I'm not, I said, look, just, and then he went, look, Dom, we let you in every week. You ain't got to pay. You don't get, you know, you mm. don't pay for your drinks. So I'm going to say something, you end up knocking them out. Yeah. We try and tell you, and you knock us out. They make us look bad. And he said, it's not. And I yeah. went, so you don't want me in there? And he went, no, we don't want you in there. I said, all right. And he went, what? I shook his hand. I said, I work the job, then I do the job. Yeah. That's all I wanted to do. I said, I'm really sorry. And I never, ever went back. Mm. All my mates have had their birthdays in the pep. I went, don't come in. I said, no, mm. I won't go back. So I told you, I won't come back. Mm. 
I've never been back since. Mm. Shame, because we should go there. I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sundays. <laughs> but they probably didn't. They probably, they, 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 all the thing went down. All the, all the, <laughs> I, think, I think it was quite empty when I was walking now. But I mean, like, we are talking about there's some tough boys out there back in the day. Who, who are some faces out there who you would want to back you up? Want if to, there was ever, if you, who would you call upon if you had to call upon some faces over the years? You go, you know what? He's one of the oldest men I've come across. I can't say uh, there's, there's a couple of people I know. There's one that is my best mate that I I don't care what would happen if I caught and I'll, I'll be so confident we're coming out. But I would never mention his name. But he's my best friend. He's my best friend. He saved my life so many times. I feel like a bit of a baby. Don't feel like mm. He made me want to cry a couple mm-hmm. of times. He saved my life when he didn't have to. He put his neck on the line for me when he didn't have to. He's been there when he didn't have to. And I say to him, please be patient. I'm 53, but I'm, I'm still learning. Mm. And, uh, and that's why he's taught me about loyalty. There ain't no loyal people out there. But there was people, obviously, you know, we're talking about folk, of people I know. Obviously, I tell one, Vic Dark. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm lucky. We don't talk about people. He's, he's my, even though I don't see him very often, I, I respect that man with all my life because he's he's been such a good, even though I haven't seen him for a while. But he's, I always called him my friend. We've had some mad, great times together. Um, another fella called, he's, he's gone now, a fella called Terry Marley. He was out there in that man. Oh, my God, he could fight. Mm. That man could fight. You know, he's gone cancer, got, got hold of him. I mean, there was there was other people out there. I mean, that I kind of looked up to, but, I mean, there ain't that many people. I Just because I was just taught to do it on my own. Mm. You know, we do things on our own, you know. But there was... Um, there was, I mean, there's some books being written about this fella, but only people I kind of respect looked up, he was just before my time. There's a fellow up north called uh, Lee Duffy. Mm. The Duffer, they called mm. him. My mate's done a few books on him, this Jamie Ball done. Such an interesting cat. I mean, he, I mean he's, he's been gone for years, but mate, could that boy have a rare? Mm. You know, and he used to, what he used to, his song used to be The Hole of the Moon. Mm. By, I mean, by the Walker boys, mm. but he used to have this by Little Caesar, I think. He said he's walking in his nightclub or something, always wear shorts. And these are the people I kind of looked up to. And then another fella, Viv Graham, mm. he got something. This is about this 94s, I yeah. think. These are the people like, I think it's just before then. But then I mean, we're talking about people down our way. I mean, like, you look up to, it's like, obviously, not there's Lenny McLean. Yeah. I mean, like, you know, people, you always hear bad stories about him and things. I'm quite lucky, I know his son, Jamie. Jamie's a lovely, lovely fella. And, uh, I, you know, I was quite like, well, I met, I met Lenny a couple of times, you know what I mean? I didn't name, I could enough to say hello, Lenny, you know, you're right, mate, and right, Dom. You know, we've got another fellow, so I should have mentioned his name now, and I've got to be careful because he's upset. Not, Mickey Theo, mm. he's a good pal of mine. And he's he's one tough, tough man. Didn't he want to fight John Fury? Yeah, mate, yeah. yeah. Is he a tough? Mate, this guy's can fight, I can promise I? you. Who do you but, think would win that fight? Mick, Mickey or John Fury? I'll put my house on Mick. I'm really? I'll be very careful what I say here mm. because I work for a security firm that we're going out to, we're doing security, some fights and stuff. So I'm not here to rock the boat and stuff like that. I don't want John going, oh, yeah. you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. But we all got our But he's opinion. a tasty fighter. People don't realise. He's only about, he's only short. He's nearly 60 saying, I don't know what happened. I'll try and keep, because it's very political. Yeah. Something was said about, I think John was saying he was the fittest 55-year-old or something like that, and Mickey's going, he just took the bait and go, well, I left that. You know what I mean? It could have been a big chunk of money for yeah. him. But then they're going, well, why won't, 
why won't John Fury fight Mickey Fio? But then he wants to fight Mike Tyson. Now I'm saying this. I'm not please, Dodge. You got me, and we're yeah. asking me. Yeah. I'm not here stirring the pot. No, no, I'm no. Not, we're talking mm. like if yeah, everyone yeah. wants to. Please don't just go on this. I don't need to say shut his fucking mouth. No, no. I'm just turning out easy yeah. because it comes very political. I said to Mick, listen, if John did fight you, and he and you beat John, his reputation's kind of been blown out of the water. But then if John did fight Mike Tyson or you found all he mm. filled away and got beaten, his reputation's still intact, mm. isn't it? But I'm telling you, people go with Mickey. Mickey can fight. I promise you. I know Mick. I know Mick years. He was he was he was on the verge of turning pro or doing something in the boxing when he, he just won Mr. Universe. Did he? You know, he's a he's a he's a fit, fit guy. He trains every day. I promise you. I know I know John's a fit man. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, don't get me wrong, I, will, I wouldn't want to fight John, you know yeah. what I mean, he's an outlaw, you know yeah. what I mean? But then I wouldn't want to fight Mickey either. Yeah. People going, he used to spar with Mark Potter. Mm. Mickey did. And, mate, there weren't nothing between them, mm. you know, and it's like, but it's just, he just, but with Mick, I mean, this is about, but Mick's very, very loyal. He's yeah. a very, very loyal man. You know, and they're going, I'm, I'm, it's just taken me long enough to whittle my friends. I mean, uh, you go, my, I've got all these people, I've, I have people ring me, I go, don't know, don't know, don't yeah. know, no, it's you on it, because I don't know who they are. Because yeah. they ring me, I'm like, oh, who's this one? And it's like, sometimes, you know, and it's, I said before, I don't ever answer my phone after a certain time at night, because it ain't nothing nice. Mm. Now, when was the last time someone, you might be lucky, when was the last time someone phoned you up, go, hey, Dodge, how you doing, mate? You okay? Mm. I don't get that very often. Me, Dom, you right, mate? Oh, by the way, do you know so and so? That's why I said a couple times on my, my thing about the book. The man, because uh, it's in a in-house book, I know who buys the book when they buy it online. Yeah. Well, you can see the name. Yeah, yeah. Thought, so yeah. We, and it'd be old uh, credit card thing. Da, 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 da. So when someone goes, yeah, I bought the book. I said, where did you buy the book? I bought it online. I went, hey, you ain't, because I can see it. Yeah. So people say, oh, Dom, can you sign my I said, all the books are signed. and yeah. I do it like that. So when they frame that, go, and they go, oh, do you know so-and-so? I said, have you bought a book? Yeah, but uh, not yet. I said, yeah, in that case, your name is double naughty, mate. Mm -hmm. See you later, put the phone down. <laughs> and he got, and I go, you're on your own there, boy. Because yeah. I'm fed up helping people yeah. now. Help me out. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? That's, that's why the book is called What About, mate. Yeah. And it's, it's just saying, it, 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 I don't know, you you probably had it. I know we do kind of, I wouldn't say different walks of life, but what I can give people is is what, that's what I said to you earlier about when people say, oh, should you be fighting? 53? No, probably not. Why am I fighting? Because I have to. And it's just something I've got to do. And it's like, it, it eats away at me. It eats, I mean, I said, I'm fighting next week at a Circus Tavern on the 23rd. You know, let me get that out of the way first. Then so you've got the fight at Circus Tavern yeah. and then you've got your bare knuckle and in November. And that's it. And it, perhaps that will be the end. You know what I mean? Because it, I know I'm coming to the end. Everything's hurting a little bit. You know, I'm like, I'm getting on, mate. You know what I mean? I'm You're a big lump. Like, yeah, I mean, like, you know, I've massive, lost. Massive, massive shovel hands. Yeah, that's what everyone <laughs> says. You know what I mean? You wouldn't want their hands in there, would you? No, I wouldn't want a clump of Well, that. I said something the other week, and it's, <laughs> I had a bit of a falling out with a friend of not Well, yeah, a friend of mine at the gym. Caught me on a bad day. Something you said. You push me. I, I'm, so I said to him, right, the banter we have, if I want you, right, let's go outside. Mm. Now, what does that mean to you? Mm. Well, what does it mean? Well, have a tear up. Oh, there we go. So I said it to the other week. He said, saying, he goes, well, I ain't scared of you. He said, what? He said, would you want to go outside then? I went, shut up, you idiot. And then we had a laugh and a joke. So but he came in the other week and he said, I said, well, you said to me the other week about you want to go outside. He went, yeah. So would you want to go outside now then? He went, <laughs> he went yeah, go on then. So before you do, I'm out of the ring. I jumped out of the ring. 
I grabbed hold of him and I'm strangling him like these big ants. He's a forens. Like, <laughs> and then after we calmed down, and my, my mate Ian, Ian Wilson, he's the best guy you could ever meet. He runs, he basically keeps the gym going. And all I could hear in the background was this whoosh, whoosh, on the rower. And I said to him, he goes, Dom, I knew you weren't going to hit him because I, he knows me. He said, You'll do it straight away because yeah. I know he knows me. Yeah. He's known me. 30 something years because mm. when you got the ump with someone that bad you don't sign up you'll go crack so when you had him you were straight I thought yeah, he was alright you're only going to strangle him but then he goes what was you done he said well he come out saw my pound we sorted it out and I so I was upset mm. I was I was in tears and I'll get like that because I don't get upset for the fucking fun of it mm. and then people don't realise always so they see me walking down the road big old Tommy don't care like that and also no it ruins my day yeah. it can ruin my days well, it sounds like you ruined your week it's been yeah, bugging you for no, a week exactly yeah. and then when I said and I said to him but why have you saying that like well I just thought we'd go out and have a chat I said mate even my mate well, and he went nah mate that's the know. wrong person to pick yeah but you don't go with <laughs> yeah. someone that's going outside because yeah. you know where we come from you yeah. go okay yeah. and I said oh one thing I've learned I won't let you get outside mm. I'm going to do it before you get outside mm. My dad always taught me that the art of fighting without fighting. Someone's upset you that much. When you used to be at school, it'd be like, see at the school gates. You'd shit yourself all day, mm. wouldn't you? Mm. No, no, no. So my dad said, What you do? I'm seeing you that much, right? You walk off, just walk back and punch right in the mouth. Yeah. Don't tell him. Done. And it was it. Yeah. And it was it. Anyway, go, fuck it, only works. Yeah. You know what I mean? I want to roll back, Dom. <laughs> You're good at that. 2002. Audley <laughs> no. Harrison. Yeah, he can't, yeah. Tell me how you got that fight. Where was it? And tell me about the infamous what head, happened? What infamous headbutt. <laughs> we get a call, probably about six months before, about will I fight Audley? I said, of course I will. We'll, we're all gearing up for it, and I'll come down with food poisoning. So the fight got scrapped. And they said, because we knew Colin McMillan, they thought, you know, being honest, Dom would be a good scout, always known to be durable, always in a good fight, only 15 stone. So he's not going to be too much, you know what I mean? Like, what's all the 18, 17, 18 mm. stone? Big, big guy. Big lump, isn't he? Anyway, what's so... He, six, seven? Yeah, six, seven, six, seven, eight. Yeah. yeah, such a... Again, that's another... Know, another, yeah. another thing. I'd love to sit down and have a coffee with yeah. him. Because since that, I mean, there was... I'll tell you, you know, yeah. so... You know, so the fight got scrapped. I had to come up with paperwork from my doctor. So because it's like a big fight. Mm. Why did you just pull out? He said, look, you know, you, are, you ain't well, you ain't fighting. Done. So he left it. And then we get a call. It must be, I don't know when, I can't remember it was now, but they said, would you fight him? I said, yeah, of course, of course I will. So we, had, we didn't have that long. It's a couple of months, I think. My friend comes to me. He goes, Dom, you're a little bit small here, mate. I think, because well, we looked at the fights and it's no one else's fault except for mine, you know. And he said, look, we can get you a bit bigger here. So I said, okay, go for it. No one else knew, just me and my pal. And, it, and that people blame my friend. I said, no, 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 no. Listen, I knew what I was doing. Mm. Listen, I'm 32 years old. I'm old enough and ugly enough to accept responsibility for what I've done. So, you know, so I'm on a bit, I can't remember what it was. I think it was Sustanol and uh, Winstrel. The Sus got me bigger. The Winstrel kept me sharp. Like, what I realise now, I would have probably been better off just going in that actually a little bit heavier than I normally was. Because then you carry all this extra muscle. Mm. And I've been a six. I was fucked after six. I could do a 10, 12 round all day, not cruise away. So I mean, everyone blowing at me. I saw the four rounds. But then we get the fight, normal stuff. We're having all the, the press conferences, great, and all the eyeballing and whatever. Yeah, I'm not, don't, don't face me. Listen, I'm, I'm one of them people. You know, we're going to fight, we're going to fight. Mm -hmm. I ain't going to shout and scream at yeah, you because we can do that when the bell rings. Mm -hmm. 
But no, so we had to weigh in, which is, and my mate, what fucked us? Well, my mate went to me, take your top off. So I got on the scales, I got like that, and everyone went, what the fuck? <laughs> All these big lumps of butter. And I was in good nick. I was in fucking good nick. Big good nick. Yeah. And all these face, he shit his pants. <laughs> he went, I could hear him, they were arguing. He could, my mate said, they were arguing there. said, son, you should have only been 15 or 17 stone just under. And there weren't no fat on me. Mm. You know, I'm not really carrying fat now. I've just got some sandwiches for later. <laughs> you know what I mean? But come give me a break. I'm 50 fucking free. You know what I mean? But anyway, so. Uh, so we get home, we get a call. The border control called us and look, just let you know that Augley's asked for a piss test and he's paying for it himself and that ain't cheap. Mm. So we've had to go with it and I knew, I went, yeah, I'm fucked here, ain't I? Because I knew it was going to come up. Mm. But no, so we did the fight, you know, we did the piss, whatever. So I knew basically off, off of, knew what was going to come off the back of that. So you, what you knew... Before he wanted a piss test after? Or no, 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 no. He tells us, he, well, you get a call that night yeah. after done away, we get yeah. a call going, uh, okay. all these asks you to do a piss test tomorrow. So, so UK AD. And then I do get it, I do get it, like, you know, and I have to stand there and be counted as well. You know, that's why, you know, I do sit there and I have to, I have to sit there and be quiet sometimes because I haven't got an opinion now, have I? Because when you hear the likes of the thing with Connor Ben and stuff yeah. like that, blah, 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 blah. This is all I knew. So oh, I took, I took. Yeah. No one else, no one else forced me to do I did it. And, you know, you had to take certain things to get. I mean, like, you go with them world-class bodybuilders, ain't the same way I was in. It's like 20 different things yeah. a day. Yeah. There's a difference between, and what people forget with steroids, use properly, it's a medicine anyway. Mm. It's it's a it's a recovery agent. Mm. It makes you better. That's mm. the whole point. When I go, oh, you take steroids, makes your dick get small. Mm. I'm fucked anyway, you know, <laughs> know what I mean? Fucking my own guy, I can't take so I'll have a mangina. No, but, and I don't realise, but everything else, your muscles, all your muscles get bigger. Yeah. And it's like certain things, and it's a repairing agent. So where you could train like certain things, I mean, don't get me wrong, I mean, like, that was like 27 years ago. So I mean, it's like drugs they have nowadays are mm. like, like scientists. What well, our scientists said, right? It's like all these recovery agents, these breathing stuff. This How do steroids make you feel before you got into that fight? Well, they were saying it makes you aggressive and think, you know what it is? It kind of this is a big word for me. Personifies. Mm. I like that word. Mm. Personifies your uh, uh, what do they call it? Who you are, kind of thing. Your uh, persona. Yeah personifies it like makes it be yeah because I was quite an aggressive guy did it, it didn't make it, you more aggressive yes but yes and no because people go oh you know because no one knew I was on it because I didn't tell no one mm. but then people go oh and when it'll come out they go yeah because you want to no it's just there you are mm. but people tend to use that like as an excuse but I mean obviously like so we're having the fight which is alright I mean I remember the, the second round I mean oh, he's a big guy mm. and what really impressed me two things he had Great footwork, fantastic footwork. And I never, I think I've, I've never boxed really southpaws. Um, is his footwork and his hand speed for a big guys. But I was so the second round, all of a sudden we get there, and we were working, getting close, throw the plenty of left hooks, so I'll keep right, block, yeah. come in left hook, uppercut left hook. And all of a sudden, this, he was beat me the first round because like at the feet and that, keeping on. I remember the second round, this, we let that left hand go. And also, my head's, imagine my head's in his cup, we right, big, big, and all of a sudden, I'm looking at the ceiling. My head's gone straight far back, and it's like, mm. <laughs> I'm getting you up there. Anyway, so the third round, I was, he's nicking the rounds, you know, I, I, so I was doing my bit, mm. he went it all his own way. <clears throat> and in the fourth round, if you watch the fight in the fourth round, I throw this right in, 
But I was getting tired. I mean, you don't realize, but you're fighting an 18, 18 mm. 90 stone athlete. You ain't just a big guy, as an athlete. And I threw this right hand, and you watch. I go a bit lazy and a bit tired. I go like that. He parries it, he goes through the ropes. As I'm sitting on the ropes, I'm not hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm not hurt, so. <laughs> Hello. 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 <laughs> I'm not hurt. But I'll go like that. And I'm sort of like half kneeling down. He then takes two steps back. And because I'll now, and I will back him up on this, it was all right. I wasn't touching down. Everyone goes to liberty. Just, no, 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 no. I to give him his juice. Oh, my gloves hadn't touched down and I wasn't on the floor. Mm. But I was need, not sort of like mm. crouching. And then walks back and he hits me as hard as he can. And it gave me the hump. Yeah. It can, so you're talking about this big geezer that knocks people out with one shot. Now this geezer's hit me as hard as he can. Mm. The side, side swipe, me ain't seen like that. He don't hit that hard, mate. Mm. So don't worry about it. And that's when I got the hump. He won't be me on stairwise. So, of course, I've jumped up. And his face, he started laughing at me. That's what made it worse. And then you had Ian, um, St. Louis, yeah. I think his name is. We do, we're actually going to do some bit of work together, me and him. I'll just tell that in a minute. Mm. That. I jumped up. He started laughing. That's when I pushed him out of the one. That's when I stuck the nut on him. I didn't have got him in because I didn't have him laugh at me. Yeah. And then, then he's going, I'm going to disqualify you. I said, well, do it then because I'll knock you out and all. Yeah. Then you got his mind. I can't remember the kid from Raps and shouting and screaming. Like, you know, yeah, I said, well, you're getting all the way you, am I? <laughs> and all the, all the whole place was going <laughs> erupted, yeah. Whole place yeah. went mad. Because yeah. I'm not just saying, I sold a hell of a lot of tickets. A hell of a lot of tickets. <laughs> And that's what changed the fight. Mm. Give the referees Jews. I mean, I'll, I'll, again, it is, I'm sure it is Ian. I'm so sorry, Ian. I can't remember St. Louis or St. Martin. I always get it mixed up. I always get his name with Ian St. John. Yeah. But Ian, it's, you know, so, what, St. and Greavesy? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> what I get. But Ian, and I said, I always say, I'm so sorry, mate. I'm so, I'm so get me all getting excited. <laughs> but uh, I said, uh, and he, uh, we were sitting there one day and he's, he had a book come out and he said, what was the defining moment in his career that knew he was a world-class referee? He goes, when I split up the incident between me and Audley. Yeah. And one bloke, oh, if that was me, I would have disqualified Niga straight away. Yeah. And I said, I was sitting there going, yeah, well, I knocked you spark out then, wouldn't I? Yeah. Because there wasn't no stopping me. Yeah. And, he goes, and people talk out their arses, you know, mm. but I'm not just saying because he handled it great. Made the fight more interesting, mm. changed the fight a little bit, on the next couple of rounds, made the fight a lot harder because now it's mine. It's yeah. my. This is my world now, and yeah. I'm taking. And even Danny Williams, he he was he commentated. Yeah, I love Danny. He love beat it, me, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Nice and, but anyway, that's an, that's another thing. But I always remember he was doing a uh, live commentary on on BBC One, and he went, "That's Dominic. Dominic's from the streets." Yeah. And I always loved Danny for that because Danny had my back, even though I was wrong. Mm. Danny had my back, and I really always appreciate him for that. And it was like. You know, and that's always going a little bit there because after that, we did the interview, best interview I think BBC have ever done because they're just saying it was just, well, it's just party when he's going. You know, I said, then I'm going to have a fight down the pub, which I didn't that night. It was the next night. <laughs> Not two people out down the pub, which only got in trouble for there. Um, but then what always upsets me, and I already don't really you know, don't, don't listen to this anyway, but I remember I took my dad to see him. That's Olympic champion. I'm like, I've just fought. Wait, at Repton? Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. But no, this is after the fight. Okay. So dad was there. So he's in a wheelchair then. Yeah. We knocked on the door and Phil Torrance, who used to, remember I said I'd sparred with yeah. um, Monsell Griffin. Mm. That's what he always said. He goes, I said to all the year being hard fight because I remember you for Monsell. And I, so I said, oh, I brought dad to meet him. Is he all right? You know, he goes, I want to see you, mate. And that broke my heart because mm. my dad died after that and he mm. can never put that right. 
And I only wanted to meet the, he only wanted to meet the Olympic champion. Mm. He wasn't even mind about meeting my yeah. son. He didn't want to see his son. He wanted to see meet Ollie Harrison. Yeah. You know, because he, he thought all the other when the fight was made, my dad really rated Audley. Mm. Like, what a good fight he was, and you're fighting all the else. Oh my God, you know. And he he can't put that right, can you? And it don't mean nothing, Audley does it, and I get that. You mm. know what I mean? He's got other things to. Uh, Have you met Audley since the fight? I remember we were, I thought he was fighting, I think he was fighting Danny Williams at the XL. And uh, they said, what? Well, because do, I've done the security all my life. Mm. If you, I did the walkouts ringside. Mm. If this ain't going on, I'll be in the middle of it. <laughs> yeah. I? You know, some even like John Rawlings and Barry Jones mm. and things like They've all done books in this book mm. because they told me how they, they knew me. And, and I always met my, my, my Jim Rosenthal. He was one of my childhood heroes. Yeah. I was doing security. He'd tell you. Looked after him a couple of times. But it was, anyway, so with what's it called? Um, after, just after the fight. So, He's fighting Danny Williams and the XL. I think that was the next big fight he had. They said, "Why right, you're walking all the Harrison now. I said, like, fuck, I am. Do you know what? And I did, me and my mate done a bet. We went and done the, the lottery. I never used to do the lottery. I said, if I do the lottery, right, and we win it tonight, when we walk out all the Harrison, when the camera comes up live, I'm going to jump out in front of the camera, go, all the Harrison's a wanker, <laughs> like that, and go, and and... But as you can tell, sorry, I didn't mean that. It was a bet, and I didn't win it. So it don't matter. So obviously, you know, honest, I'm telling you, if I won, imagine you said, don't you won 20 million? I'm like, well, yeah. I'm walking over there. I'm walking over there. Quality. I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, it's a show. I mean, again, that's what I said to you There's two things I'd love to do. Obviously, with Chris. Chris is Chris. priority. I'm on his priority. How do we get old rule? He's an American now, isn't he? Yeah, but I don't know. A, a mutual friend of ours, Wendell Henry. Yep. Wendell, he's great. So, someone mentioned him. He's now he's pals with my mate Henry. Yeah, that he's he's and Henry's godfather to my daughter. And Henry, that's what I said. S H. He's my Wendell best took me to my first fight as a young kid. Wendell's great yeah. stuff. Yeah, mate, he's amazing. Good but I see him another week. I was there. Uh, Bethnal Green. No, but I see him recently. He turned up somewhere. My mate, I went. Oh my god, it's Wendell. Mate, like, he turns up everywhere, mate. He's like the social butterfly. Yeah, he's great. No, he's he's. But I always he's remember, a proper fella. He's good stuff. But he was that's yeah. what always. It was always hard. Because when when Wendell was uh, he was at my mate's wedding and stuff like that, and I said, "Yeah, I remember you." I mean, yeah. oh, I'm, 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 but he's he's on it. Wendell's one of the nicest yeah. fellas I know, yeah. and he's good stuff. He might be able to do something, but this, but then he's all bothered though. He might not even be bothered. You know what I mean? Who knows? Who knows? We'll throw some seeds out there and see what comes the out. The Chris Emery thing would be amazing. Oh my god, that would blow me. Anyone out, out there, Chris Emery, please get in contact with me on social media on my on my Instagram. Or leave yeah. a message on here because I would love to get older, Chris. And yeah, so we, does, we could come up here, yeah, or something. Perhaps you could actually buy us lunch or something. Yeah. That'd be very nice, yeah, wouldn't yeah. it? <laughs> chicken salad. Oh, yeah, I love a chicken salad. I, I love chicken Caesar salad with two fried eggs. <laughs> That's my I have that every day. That's my and I don't uh, I don't normally eat after that. That period, two thousand and two. Yeah. The big Mad. fight, the headbutt, the nuttiness, your craziness. Yeah. Two thousand and three. Getting stabbed up, attempted murder on mm, you on your yeah, 2004, yeah. losing your lovely dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was kind of that, that was, was the period. But that was like the epiphany. That was like my my downward, the good things and the bad things. Something else was going on. I don't don't talk about. There was a court case going on. It all got dropped, and that was nothing to do with me. And I was looking at a big bit of bit of bird there. Uh, I mean that went there. Then obviously like. You know, then I'd be dead go. Then I had, then obviously, like, then, you know, I got chopped up. And I also said, I heard about the three angels. If I don't listen to them, then there was something, there was something mentally wrong with me. And it just made me realise the life I was leading 
It's going to end up dead. Yeah. Probably dead before prison now. Mm. You know, because... And all of a sudden, there's one... When Bella's mum also told me she was pregnant, it was like, I didn't want to go to prison now. Yeah. Because where before, it was, didn't matter. Prison prison was always on the horizon. And I'm not just saying it. It was quite a, quite not one. My God, not a joke. Because I'll be honest with you now, I'm petrified of prison. Yeah. You know, they say... And I always say to people, like, you know, if I have... You know, you know, whatever. You know, so we when I was at the hostel, we deal with the the police there quite a bit. You know, because they've put different people coming in at the hostel. And obviously, we talk about things, and I say to people, "You did your job." Mm. When I got called for what I was supposed to have done, what you did your job. I said, and since then, I've played the game. Mm. I, I try and, and I was very lucky. Like I went back working. I was working like cleaning like cleaning flats and stuff. I come away from the door, I just trying to get. So it's when I got chopped up. It made it made people people didn't want to be around because they had a bit of a stigma around me because there was a lot of shit going on, you know, and it just wanted to be left alone. So then I went back, kept roaming. Then I went to work with my good friend Steve, Steve Ed, who's got headline security. That's when I got back doing security boxing. And all of a sudden these people they're just so you think, I know all these people all my life. Mm. And they go, Dom, it's just so nice to have you back, mate. Lovely, mate. Come back and do what you do. Just keep a wave. And I was getting these all this advice from proper people. Yeah. And they were going like people just getting up, Dom, you've been used and you I said, but What age was it? How old were you when you like a wake up call? I've got to stop being a proper lunatic here. I've just before stop. Bella was born. And what, how old were you? I was thirty three then. Thirty three. So it's after the two twenty years ago. Well no, because Bella's eighteen nineties, man. Yeah, because as soon as Bella was as soon as I had the bit of bit of grief in the gym, that's when I knew he had to stop. Because I just see a whole family petrified. Yeah. Not me. But the other family, the other side, like Bella's mum, but they weren't going nowhere. They weren't going nowhere, and that's why they were so staunch. They were going, "You've got to be all right." And I'm all right. Don't worry about me. I'm worried about you lot. You know, you know. I'll be honest. You, I still, I still have the odd nightmare here and there. And also, I wake and I see three geezers standing there with axes and things like. Mm. And when they have the stuff on the telly where people are getting, you know, yeah, every day people yeah. getting chopped out machetes, and you know, see these kids running what they call them zombie knives. Yeah. You know, it fucking hurts. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'll tell you, it really hurts. Mm. And it ain't fun, you know, and it's like... Do you know who those three people are? No, of course I don't. This coffee's fucking lovely, by the way. It's a bit cold. <laughs> I told you, if I did, I'd buy them all a beer. Because I own them a massive thank, thank you. Thank you, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Isn't it amazing how something mental like that can happen to you to actually slow you down and stop? Babe, it... it must have, how long after that when your old man died, your head, you said, weren't yeah, in a good place. Yeah. Well, no, 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 because dad died first. What, before that incident? Yes, I yes, thought he was no, 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 no. My dad, it was court case, dad chopping up. Yeah. Now, don't be careful what I say, because if my dad seen me chopped up, I probably couldn't have let it go. Because my dad was a bit like an old school kind yeah. of what's happening here. No, no, no. And I've oh, got, please, please, look, I'm just telling you, you know, mm. you've got the good people. Oh, woo. no, no, I'm just saying, I'll probably, because I love my dad so much. So if my dad seen me like that, mm. it would have broke my, would have broke his heart. Because, mm. you know, we're all like, you know, I was just, in, you know, I'm telling my, I'm invincible, don't worry about me. Mm. But you just realise that you ain't, you know what I mean? Again, I keep saying it, it's just, them three fellows own them more than they can ever realise. And it was kind of, you know, 
every other day. I mean, a lot of people say it's all bollocks. And again, I'm not here trying to finger my ego. Let's be well and truly yeah. burnt out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, mm. and my ego's with me now. Mm. But I remember one week, well, from it was about the Wednesday to the following Tuesday, I tuned 18 people. People don't do that in their lifetime. Yeah. Who was it? I did was a bit of work. There's some jobs to do, don't, you know, and there was people in park, I could walk in the and the said, I wasn't a bully, but I wouldn't give you the, because, you know, I wouldn't let you get it on me because I know what it's like, you know, so, now, oh my God, I'm not trying to be flash. So I mean, you chinned 18 people in, in a three-day period, four-day period? About five, about five. Give me an extra day. <laughs> I need, I need Sunday year, off. I need year. Sunday off. <laughs> I was getting some recoup. But I'll be at my mate. How would you? What, what's going through your head going to chin? You're just angry going, I'm going to go and chin for no reason. No, 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 no. Listen, there was might be a bit of work. There was, there was, there was 18 reasons. Work. Listen, I might have had a bad week and no one's paid me my money back or someone's home. Because I should give a little bit of money out as well. Yeah. Not fortunes, but you don't pay up. I might just have the ump, bang, crash, what up. And that's what I'm saying. I took liberties in a way. But only with liberties with people in that, in that circle. It'd be like, a nice bloke sitting there having a pint with his wife. Mm. And in fact, I'll be the other way around. If someone picks on them, I'll be nine times at yeah. a time, I'll be one backing them up. Mm. Still had me morals, but it was just like me just being an idiot. How many know? years after 2004 did you carry on being like that before you actually just put your hands up? No, 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 no. As soon as that, 2004, I just that went... That was it? I'd, yeah, well, I won't tell you, Steve, but I'll, I remember coming... We went, we went to Tenerife. We had a couple of weeks out there because I was all stitched up. Uh, Bella's mum, obviously she's pregnant with Bella, and my mate, he come out with his daughter, and all my friends were out there anyway, but I was living out there, and I got my pals out there. And it was hard, because people, certain people didn't want to be put, to be known that they were with me, because everyone's kind of taking sides a little yeah. bit, because it was quite a big thing when it happened, yeah. I was hearing niggas being done, who done it, yeah. so people, I remember some phone calls were made, and somebody was phoning my mate, going, do you know where Dom is, we should make sure he's alright, but, and he went and stayed at my place in Tenerife. So that kind of gave me a bit of uh, protective cover. Yeah. Because yeah. you wouldn't go, you ain't going to much. Yeah. Well, you would. I mean, but then you do that at your own peril. Mm. And it wasn't, it was just like, I said before, it's like a comeback. And I remember coming up, we got where we were living. I think we were living in Chinkford then. And I had some, two, no, you had two, three phones in or whatever. And I remember I got my phones. All these numbers on these phones. I went to the end of the road, there was a drain there. Just dropped them all in the drain, and that was it. I phoned my mate up, and he said, "Look, got some work." I said, "Look, I need some work." He goes, "All I can give you is some buildings, doing some is it second clean on flats. Mm. You know, there's all these flats are doing an handover. Come now, bit of odd job stuff. It was like eighty quid a day, and I was like, please, yeah, please." He phoned my other mate up on the security. He said, "Would you mind taking me on?" Got me. He said, "Dom, you're all right, mate. You come back to work with us. You're all right. Just keep your head down." Mm. And then the other mate, Mickey Theo. Mm. And I said, because, you know, people didn't want me in their gyms. Because, you know, because it was a stigma. There's a lot of yeah, things of going on. The people yeah. still got there. And I remember Mickey, and they go, Mickey weren't being funny at all, trying to put his neck. He said, Dom, you come and train at my gym. Mm. People will leave you alone now. Just mm. do your stuff and go home. And his advice was like, you got sometimes you've got to take your licks, wipe your wounds and get on with things. And that's how it was. It was like... How long, how long do you reckon you were paranoid <coughs> for after that? Still am. You're still now? Still am. Okay. Still am. What are you paranoid Always. about today? Pardon? Are you still paranoid about that? I was, I was, like, I was paranoid driving up here today. Yeah. You think I'm joking, me even pulling up the car park thinking, you never know. Yeah. Larry Carlton, they tell you, them three fellas who went down that mm. thing, that track that night, they didn't think nothing, did they? Mm. They think they So who was in that car with them that night? You're telling me they must have trusted them because that's how I would have been, even now. 
I could go somewhere. I'll come and meet me for breakfast. I'm like, I'll go meet a friend of mine the other day. He wanted to buy some books. I was, and he's got someone to sponsor me for this bare knuckle fight. I was paranoid because I'm going, well, why are we going there? Mm. Why are we going there? I said to you before, I might have changed, but there's other people out there that ain't changed. Mm. And there's certain people have to see me every day, mm. what I've done to them. Mm. And so listen, I've got my own scars. Do not worry about that. I never got out of things unscathed. You know what I mean? I wasn't, un, you know, you know, it's quite, Oh, don't. I remember kids who were. Some bollocks now, but I remember saying, it's quite funny. I laughed, my finger nearly chops off there once. And I remember I went back to my mate's, mate's house. And he's going, We've got to go to the hospital. I said, No, no, no. What you got? Got any uh, cotton wool? He goes, No, no, no. <laughs> His wife came and goes, What are you doing? I had a Tampax. I ripped down the Tampax. And I had these Tampax all wrapped around my finger. And she's going, <laughs> You need to go to the hospital. I said, No, no, no. Mate. Yeah. I was, I'll, t- I'll tell you another funny thing. <laughs> if you're lucky enough you get to know me that, that <laughs> closely, <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I ripped my ball bag open one night, jumping over a fence from the police, <laughs> and it was so funny. So I'm coming back from mate's house, slip through, and I can see the police car following us. Oh, shit, shit. That's what we do. Even though I ain't done nothing wrong, so what do you do? You run, because yeah. that's what you do. Yeah. I run through the school, schoolyard in Buckerstill, Jumped up the top of the fence. You know, at the top of the fence, the wire goes... Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I've jumped over the top. And I've, got, I've got my jeans caught. Didn't think nothing. I pushed up the all wheels. Didn't think. I thought, oh, you know what? I've told my jeans. So I got to the right house. I was saying, go, Dom, what the fuck have you done? I went, what? And I said, and I looked down. It's all blood everywhere. Oh, oh me. And what I've done... It's a bit weird. If, if you're a doctor, you're a doctor, Dodger, aren't you? You're bald, bad. Dodgy quite, doctor. Dodgy doctor. <laughs> but it's like, it's leathery. Your skin yeah. and your nut section yeah. quite leathery. I took a chunk. It was like a perfect circle, but it left a little bit like that. And this circle was, like you could actually pull it, it's quite thick like that. I'm quite, I'm looking at it. My mate's going, what the fuck? So get in the car, we'll take the hospital. I said, TCP and cotton wool. <laughs> He said, don't be fucking stupid. I said, TCP. And I sat on his, his mum's sofa. And we were popping men. We were like naughty boys. You know, like naughty men. We were like geezers. <laughs> and I was sitting on his mum's sofa. And me, me balls in me hand like that. And I got his TCP and his cotton wool. We ended up going down the bar the next day. And I'm sitting on this thing. I said, so I'm having, I wasn't really drinking. I said, Red Bull and a, a glass of ice. So I was sitting there with his, with his shorts on. I put the glass of ice behind me, bollocks in this. By the end of the night, if I've got me drunk, I'm sure I've got me ball bag. I've got me ball bag. I want me ball bag. These women are going, oh my God, what have you done to your ball bag? But if you ever get to know that well, I might show, <laughs> show, might show you later, darling. But I told you, oh man, don't kiss me. But I've got this white line, a perfect white line. And it's just, yeah. Thank you. It's just thanks for having me on, mate. Mate, thank you. I've really properly enjoyed this. <laughs> well, yeah, no, no. Listen. Anybody knows Chris Emery? Yeah, please help on that. it. Please, We're on it. please, please. It'd be great to do something. Yeah, you know? mate, 100%. Be, I mean, that would be such, that'd be life-changing well, let's, for me. Well, let's make it happen yeah. because there's a lot of pain that needs to be got rid of there. I mean, that's, that is probably one of the biggest things there. Yeah. That's, I mean, people that mean to get chopped down, that's, that, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's part of yeah. life. That, okay. that is my hidden kind of anchor. Chris Emery. Yeah, Chris. Chris, if you're listening, mate, or, you know. Or anyone One thing in. I promise you, mate, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry, mate. You don't, you probably ain't interested. You think I'm a fucking tosser, mm. blah, blah. I never did. But honestly, you don't realise I've struggled every day with that, every day, you know. 
but uh, Dom, you are one character, mate. And we're talking about a podcast called Eventful Lives. That is a proper thanks, eventful mate. life. Just mate. thanks for having me, mate. And it, I feel so gifted to be here, mate. I mean that. I mean that. Don't forget the book, though. Yeah, mate. Plug the book. Dominic Negus, what about me? What Go about check me? It out. What what about, up? You can buy it. It's, it's Dominic Dash Negus. Uh, .co.uk Dom, you're a legend, mate. Thank you. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it too. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Good man.